You watching me glow, you watching me go I'm all in my zone, I'm holding my own I'm feeling like Bane, I'm breaking your bones I am a blur, black and a nerd So this is my own, this is my zone And this is a show you already know like My grand blur, YouTube blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Cosplay blur All day blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Bet you wish you so blur Talking about what we heard Talking about what we seen All through the eyes of a blur Everything that we do urge Flying like a super person Plus I got super friends We be teaming up early Welcome to Blur Vision, your window into the world of all things geek, movies, TV, or news we talk about every week. It's your boy Jordan with... Hey guys, it's Michael! And if my voice sounds tired, it's not only because I'm sick and nursing a sore throat, but also we just got done with a three-hour podcast commentary for BVS. Yes, we did the BVS commentary, and I just want to take all three hours back. Because <laughs> it was fucking terrible, and I'm sleepy now, and we still got to do our three-hour regular podcast. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like a three-hour prequel before we do the podcast. It's been a six-hour day. Yeah, 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 yeah. But all worth it, and join our Patreon if you want to hear that special episode. It will be dropping in the middle of the week. I'm going to say around Wednesday I'm going to release it. Um, But we're also going to have our first Speaking of Patreon, we're going to have our first Patreon-based uh, guest on the podcast today. It's Juan, Blurred Vision underscore facts on Instagram, as you may know him. Yes, yes, yes. And he's going to be recording some facts for this episode. <laughs> facts. We have things to talk about that Michael didn't watch. Let's figure out what that is. <laughs> Everything. Everything? Like, okay, we got CW stuff to talk about. Did you watch any CW shows? Arrow. That's it? That's it. You didn't watch Supergirl either? Arrow. Oh, well, watch Supergirl. oh no, yeah, I did see last week's Supergirl. Man, you watch Supergirl, but not fucking Flash. That's fucked up. <laughs> or Black Lightning. It's too black. Oh no! <laughs> it's it's trickled down the Michael. It's too black. All right. Well, I mean, well, I don't know. Maybe we could skip those in. Have a slightly shorter podcast. We'll see how the how the uh, the day takes us. We'll see how the vibe goes. <laughs> Speaking of vibe, he dies in the Flash. Spoilers. I heard that was the title. I saw that was the title. The title was, it's not, it's not really sports. The title was literally the death of vibe. vibe, Yeah. But, uh, sometimes titles can be misleading. I'm like, (laughs) what does that just mean? He loses his powers. Shut up. (laughs) Shut shut the fuck up. (laughs) Stop spoiling with the predictions. It's not a spoiler. I'm just guessing. I don't know. Uh, I'm like, they're not going to kill Cisco. So he just loses his powers. So you didn't watch Titans either? I did watch Titans. Oh wow! You betray you traitor! You you turn your back on CW for Titans. It's a DC property, yeah. and it's a better DC property. I was gonna say that too. Yeah, it is definitely better. Uh, what about Goblin Slayer? Have you watched that? I saw Goblin Slayer. Okay, so we just got some stuff to talk about. Not a big deal. I think Arrow is probably the best CW show this this uh, this week anyway. So you didn't really miss anything. Maybe I'll give some brief notes about what you missed. And uh, I finished. I finished Black Lightning. Oh, Daredevil! Yes, we need to talk about the finality first and foremost. Thank you for reminding me. I didn't even have that in my notes. Stupid. And you know what? I also finished what? Oh yeah, Sabrina. S- no, yeah. no, I didn't. I only saw one episode of Sabrina. Oh, what'd you finish? The premiere, the DLC, the heist of the Spider-Man PS4 game with Black Cat, <laughs> Felicia Hardy. Fuck you. <laughs> but speaking of video games, did I you, did finish that. Did you watch Castlevania? 
I saw four episodes. Okay. I've only seen two, maybe three. Um, I'm having trouble recalling. So we can give our first impressions on that. And before we get into all of that, we have iTunes reviews. Let's see. And the iTunes app is being weird. They've mixed up the dates on things. I'm not sure what's new if it's not here at the very beginning or at the end. So I apologize if I miss your review. But the first review comes from uh, Joe is the saint that's a five-star review and the subject is another black kid from jersey hey guys big fans of the show i love how you guys go in so much depth about your show and how passionate you guys are too it to i'm not what depth about your show and how passionate you guys are i'm not new to the podcast i just never wrote a review maybe i did i don't know but I was always on y'all Insta page, and I would DM you sometimes. You guys are awesome and hilarious, especially when Michael did his Ant-Man type story on why he missed part of Halloween. Yeah, that wasn't like a Lewis S kind of like. <laughs> and then, and then the guy, and then what happened was I went to the other the other theater, and then. <laughs> yeah, but it's true. Okay. Not my fault. I don't think Lewis lies. <laughs> um, love you guys. Keep doing what you're doing. Blur for life plus ultra. If that made any sense. It did. Not a lot of punctuation, Jodis, but I got what you're saying. I was able to decipher it for our listeners. Um, our next review comes from My Wife Said Watch More Horror, Peter the Storyteller. It's a five star review. Haha! I'm writing this while I'm still listening, and my wife said y'all don't watch enough horror movies. Ah. Well, I, I watch a lot of horror movies, but he says, it's mostly because your Nightmare on Elm Street comment was all wrong, but it happens. Oh, that's Michael. I don't know nothing about the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. What was wrong? I, know, I mean, yeah. I, I, wait, but I said wait, wait. The, he goes more than I was going to say, I said in the thing, I think I'm messing up the numbers, but. I think he's, he might mention it. He goes on to say, I love the new Halloween. I didn't really care about A Quiet Place. <gasps> what? what? That movie was great. <laughs> it was just a monster movie to me, and that's not my thing. Mm, I think there's a story about a family in a dire situation. Halloween had more going for it. I mean, that little black kid. <laughs> that kid made that movie. Ha ha. He did. He was our voice. Uh, anyway, great job with the show. Dream Warriors was Elm Street 3. Oh, here you go. Dream Warriors was Elm Street 3, and it was the best Elm Street fight me. So I don't know which you called what. Oh, so Yeah, that's what I said. I said Dream Warriors, but I meant uh, Dream Master Okay. as my favorite, but... I think he's saying I'm wrong because I said number four was my favorite. And he's basically saying I'm wrong because number three is the best one. That's probably what he's saying. Well, okay. It's uh, all subjective, bro. It's all subjective. But you're wrong. Oh, wow. <laughs> A twist ending on that. Um, next review comes from Bosa the Alert. It's a five-star review. And the subject is Goblin Slayer. Sup, guys? Duplo Arms here. And Wow. I decided to check out Goblin Slayer finally, and yes, that first episode was something else. I had to take a minute after that scene, lol, but as I progressed through the show, I found that I'm actually interested in this story. I'm a big fan of Dungeons & Dragons, and when they pulled the dice out in the intro, I completely geeked out, and I'm pretty excited about where this story goes. Um, well, at least he understood. I like the opening credits song. I do too! Yeah, it builds into a really yeah. dope song. Um, da, 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 da. I lost my place. Uh, I completely geeked out and pretty excited about where the story goes. Also, just start Seven Deadly Sins Killer Show. Almost done with season one. Stay nerdy, my blurdy. Yeah, but I'm right with, there with you with that fucking fucked up scene in the beginning of the episode. But Seven Deadly Sins, hell yeah! I call it 
the story of Escanor because that's really the only reason why I watched that show. And now that I finally caught up, it was not a disappointment. I'll probably save that for next week, though, to talk about. I'll give my overall thoughts for the first three seasons. Michael's trash because he doesn't watch it, but I'm telling you, man. I they can't do it. They are do- I mentioned this in the BVS commentary, but they are doing Superman better in anime in every way. Not only do we have All Might, but now we have Escanor, who, if you don't get the comparison, he gets his power from the sun. Like, that is as a Superman as you can get. And he's literally... Not literally, but he's basically a Superman of that world. He's like ridiculously powerful. Why though? Why? Yeah, because they make it seem like Melodia or whatever. He's the leader and the most powerful one. Are you ever gonna watch it? Probably not. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> well, I'm gonna save it for the 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 review I give then. But so far in the show, it seems as though his power is limitless. As the sun rises, he gets stronger and stronger. And the dopest part is, he's a human. It's like the firebenders. Yeah, you yeah. rise with the moon. I rise with the sun. Yeah, that was a cool moment in the Avatar. Cool, but yeah. And, bruh, he does cool moments just like that in the fucking show. It's so dope. And what makes it really cool is, they set up the world to be like, demons are the most powerful things that you can be. That's what Melodius is. He's a demon. But Escanor's human. So uh, it's a spoiler. Yeah, it's not a spoiler. He says it right off the bat. <laughs> but um, it's almost like if Krillin... The reveal was Krillin's the strongest character in Dragon Ball Super. It's like, Some people what? try to say that. Bullshit. <laughs> and he shouldn't be. Our last review comes from Deku the Almighty. Hashtag Jacob for Deku. It's a five-star review. And our buddy Deku says, hey guys, awesome podcast as always. The biggest piece of news this week has to be the movie that was just announced. Don't worry, I won't spoiler your section, Michael, but geez. I'm both terrified and semi-excited. Thank you, because I was about to jump through this podcast and attack you. Wow. (laughs) Uh, I'm legitimately trying to find a way to audition law, but I'm still not sure. I feel bad, but I'm still going to try and see what happens. Why would you feel bad for being cast as Deku? (laughs) You should totally be all about that. Yeah, I wouldn't feel bad if I was cast, and you just spoiled it, Jordan. (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) But he said... (laughs) He said, I'm not going to spoil Whatever. <laughs> uh, anyways, I started the Seven Deadly Sins, and man, I love it so far. All right, I haven't even reviewed it yet. People are already like jumping on it to check it out, based on my crazy hype for Escanor. Fuck that anime. What the fuck? <laughs> I, and it's so fucked up. I can't. It's hard for me to recommend it. Like I watched it for one character. Like how can you recommend it to somebody? <laughs> no, no, no. I know it's stupid, and uh, but they said they like it. But I mean, it's it's so shonen. It's so Dragon Ball Z. They actually had power levels. Literally power levels. Do they do that? Do I mean you could do power levels if you do it better than When's the last time you've seen power levels in anything? It's been a while. Exactly. <laughs> because even Dragon Ball Z was like, you know, power levels don't really work. Yeah, they don't really talk about it anymore. Yeah, that's and that's why. But so Daily Sense was like, Nope, we're adopting power levels. It's over nine thousand. Yeah. But I don't know. It, it's I, I like it. That's all I can say. <laughs> Maybe when I give my review, I'll win some people over. But anyway, he finishes off by saying, Anyways, I started The Seven Daily Sins, and man, I love it so far. No complaints. I don't have a lot to say this week. Sorry. But as always, go beyond plus ultra. All right, Deku, thank you so much for that. And before we get in contact with Juan, I feel like we should segue right over the emails. Here's the mail, it never fails It makes me want to wag my tail When it comes, I want to wail And our first email comes from 
I'm trying to find a backlog of stuff because I didn't answer emails last week. Whoa, from Rory Grace. Subject is, what is Sony doing to me? Hey, Blurds, I think it's time to put a stop to Sony for, okay, we must band together. <laughs> First, it was the inability to cross-play on PS4 and PC. Hashtag get Jordan that Patreon money. <laughs> Thanks, Rory. Well, no, I read that they're they're now letting uh, cross-play happen. Oh, yeah? Yeah. All right, news guy, figure that out while I keep talking. Then it was the strings of movies announced, and now they take Funimation away from me. Oh, it was Sony that did that? Hopefully by the time this airs, I watch Daredevil. Everyone has been praising it, almost spoiling it, and just fanning over it. Yeah, Sony owns Funimation. I did not know that. Then yeah, fuck them. <laughs> so Jordan, quick question. Am I your anime dealer now? If so, I don't recommend continuing Goblin Slayer. No one under 18 should watch it. Watch yeah, that. Yeah, Sony is finally allowing crossplay on the PS4. Oh, well, there you go. So one less thing to hate them for. But, I mean, that, the other sins are pretty bad too. Fucking all those Sony Marvel movies and Funimation, fuck them. Um, if so, I don't recommend continuing Goblin Slayer. No one under 18 should watch it. Watch that time I got reincarnated by, as a slime instead. I, I have not gotten into that past I've, the first I've episode. Heard, I've heard about that. It's similar in the way that Goblin Slayer is very reminiscent of like a JRPG. It's a, The slime anime is exactly... You're you're in the world of a JRPG. Even the title, though, I was like, this sounds stupid. It's literally about. <laughs> Granted, I'm not going to judge it by the title, but I'm just still like. It's literally on Taku that gets transported to a world and he's a slime monster. Like, you know, those basic monsters in yeah, RPGs? Like Muck from Pokemon. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. I heard it gets better after the first episode because I heard the first episode's a lot of, like, just prefacing the premise. Um, So I'll check it out. Uh, I, I keep telling him I'll keep watching more episodes, but I just haven't gotten around to it. Um, and you say people under 18 can't watch Goblin Slayer but I'm pretty sure most people in the podcast watch it are under 18 <laughs> yeah uh, but it's not that bad Berserker's worse it really shouldn't be uh, and stay nerdy I my mean blurry. lately though to be fair though really it's just so far it's only been the first episode yes like once you though get- when we talk about the fourth episode I was afraid I was like oh uh, yeah I was afraid oh <laughs> but once you get, like I said, once you get past the first episode, nothing's happened yet. Yeah, it hasn't happened yet. But I'm assuming it's a constant threat. It's gonna happen again. Yeah. I mean, even in the fourth episode, it happened just off screen. Um, stay nerdy, my blurry, and go beyond plus ultra. Thanks, Rory. Next email comes from Daryl Griggs, Goblin Slayer. Oh shit. <laughs> okay. I gotta say, Goblin Slayer went left fast, and that was not expected. I don't remember if you guys talked about this or not yet, but with James Gunn taking okay heel turn, <laughs> but with yeah, James I was like, Gunn, wait what? <laughs> <laughs> you know, the Goblin James Slayer James Gunn was in Goblin Slayer. <laughs> well, the the subject matter, like you know, speaking of rape, let's talk about James Gunn. <laughs> oh, okay. awkward. Uh, you guys talked about this or not yet? But with James Gunn taking over Suicide Squad two, how would you guys feel about him taking on the whole DCEU like a Kevin Feige figure? Um, I for one would be interested in that. I don't think it was another something else, but I'll answer that first. Um, actually, he was planned to take over, not for Kevin Feige's entire position, but for Marvel Cosmic. And now that he got fired, that's not happening. Well, he, the plan was not for him to necessarily take over because it was always going to be Kevin Feige, but he was going to craft how the Marvel Universe was going to go. The cosmic universe. Co- well, not even just because the cosmic universe was supposed to frame everything, because they wanted to, f- uh, they wanted Phase Four and Five to f- 
focus a lot on co- on the cosmic world. Really? Yeah. Oh wow, I didn't know that. So I, was, I thought it was gonna be more so like he was Guardians. More less, he was Thor, gonna be more or less the architect of that. Silver Surfer, if they do him, you know what I mean? That mm-hmm. kind of thing. I didn't know that. Hmm. Well, that ain't happening now. It's <laughs> not happening now. But I mean, they're still doing Eternals. So that's the start. Of, so Guardians, Eternals, like Nova. Would you want him to have the Kevin Feige role for DCEU? I mean, somebody's gotta. I mean, I don't know. Somebody's if he's gotta that have the person. Kevin Feige role, but I don't necessarily know if I wanted to be James Gunn. Yeah, I don't know if he's a fit for that. Like Kevin Feige works so well because not only is he a smart producer, but he's also a fan. Agreed, and that's not to say James Gunn's not a fan, but James Gunn is a director. He's not necessarily a producer. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um. Let's see. He goes on to say. So there's a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff that we don't know about that Kevin Feige does. Yeah. I mean, if I have to pick someone and there's no other options, I would say yeah. But that's because DCEU hasn't come up and said that anybody's there, Kevin Feige, really. I mean, they tried to let Jeff Johns do it, but then they nah. fired him before, yeah, he really exactly. got, before he really got a chance <laughs> so to do anything. So did he really anything. do anything? No, he didn't do shit. <laughs> exactly. Um, I want to be In other news, you guys are seriously missing out on American Horror Story Apocalypse. It has been real good. And it does mix Coven and Murder House well so far. And spoiler alert, Jessica Lange is back. I know that is. That's all for now. Until next time, stay nerdy, my blurdy. Jessica Lange is the older, the older uh, woman. Oh, oh, the 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 best actress in that show. Yeah, I didn't know she left. She left. Yeah, she left after uh, season three. Coven. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, oh, it was uh, the circus thing. No, no, no. She left after season four. Four. What was after that? Uh, Freak Show. Freak Show was season four. No, I mean, what was after that? Uh, season five was... Girl, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, who are you talking to? <laughs> I'm talking <Girl>. to you. <laughs> uh, all right, well, next email comes from Xavier Sutton. Sup? Hello, I've listened to your podcast for a year now, and you guys are what gets me excited for Mondays. I want to ask, what has been your favorite episode for each Arrowverse show? Wow. That's a hard question. Girl, I don't know. <laughs> that's, your, that's your catchphrase now? Girl, I don't know. Um, also, would you rather have a Heroes for Hire show or Daughters of the Dragon I show? I would have to go back. I would have to look at like I would have to look at the episodes and be like, hmm. Uh, I hope you guys see this and stay nerdy, my blurdy. I don't know if I spelled blurdy right. But if you, you ask didn't. me. What's, <laughs> but it's okay. But if you ask me what my favorite episodes of Buffy were. Okay. I could tell you instantly. Well, I can't answer the first thing right off the bat. I would rather Heroes for Hire show than A Daughter of the Dragon. Agreed. Um, in terms of my favorite episodes of each Arrowverse show, that's hard. But if I was just the, off the dome, I would say the last episode of season one for The Flash. So the season finale. Mm-hmm. That was fucking amazing. Probably my favorite episode of any CW show ever is that last episode of season one. Um, for Arrow, mm, that's way harder. Sure. Yeah, I can't even nail down a day. Uh, yeah. Mm, Black Lightning, can't think of one. Supergirl, can't think of one. <laughs> that's not to say I don't have episodes, but it's like, I don't, uh, I don't Yeah, know, it's man. harder. It's easy for the Flash. Like I said, I would, like have, I said, to, I would have to go back, I would have to look at like the episode guide and be like, oh, okay, yeah, that one. Yeah. But off the top of the dome. Can't give you a chrome. I don't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> it rhymes. I don't care. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I'm gonna say for Arrow something in season two though, with Destro. Maybe the episode that he kills his mother. Maybe that. Ooh, one. 
that ending was fucked up. Yeah. He's like just laying on the floor like, no. <laughs> it's like, oh, God, I feel it for you. I would say that might be my favorite episode. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay. That's all you're going to get, bro, because I can't think of Black Lightning or Supergirl. <laughs> Probably the first episode of Black Lightning. I don't know. But Buffy, my favorite episode oh, is probably <laughs> The Body. What's the, the episode body? that Buffy mo- Buffy's mother dies? I don't even remember that. How did she die? Brain aneurysm. That's it? Yeah. It's like a Superman thing where it's like you can fight demons but you can't save your mother from an aneurysm. That was the, yeah, that's the point. See, that's good writing cuz I automatically knew what they were going for. And hush. The Batman story? No. <laughs> the Buffy story. The Doctor Who story? The Buffy story. Which one's that? Hush is the episode where they lost their voice. They couldn't talk the whole episode. Really? Yeah. Why is that your favorite? Because it's great. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. I'm just trying to... People that maybe don't remember these episodes, trying to give them if you a... you don't remember these episodes, you're... Fuck you. Wow. <laughs> Which is mostly for you, because you're like, I don't... What are you talking about? I thought you watched Buffy, Jordan. I, do, but I don't remember every episode you're like you. Well, you're supposed to. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Our next email comes from Christopher Higgins. Uh, title was Halloween. Uh, Christopher says, hey, guys, I saw the new Halloween opening weekend, and I, as a fan of this franchise, have to say I loved it. Uh, the kills were way more brutal and in your face, but it's, also, uh, but it's almost expected. It was very much made for the fans, but still was made to feel in modern times. I'm sure you'll talk about it in your review. Just wanted to add my rapid fire review. Thanks always and stay nerdy, my blurry. You know, what I thought about Blood Ocean. You know, what I thought about Halloween. Uh, and up? somebody mentioned this, and I was like, actually, that kind of I agree with that. They said a lot of the kills on Halloween were more Jason esque. But I would argue, then, then didn't Michael, Michael Myers then come Michael first? Myers. Michael Myers came first, but his, his, if I remember correctly, his kills weren't as like brutal. Like you know, the snapping the jaw off and yeah, but you gotta do that nowadays. I remember in the first Halloween, it was a lot of just stabs. Like you just stab people. Yeah. But that's not as like viscerally, like, you know, visually enticing. Like when you like, think of like the kills that like Friday the 13th, Jason is the one that would leave you like hanging on a fucking pole with your guts spilled out and shit. Yeah. Well, it's the arms race of kills, man. Michael's yeah. Michael Myers got to fucking pick his game up. So Apparently, yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah, just stabbing people. That's old news. <laughs> nah, I got to break the jaw and make him look weird. <laughs> Oh, and this email comes from Juan Rojas, who's going to be our guest in the podcast in a little bit. Uh, I'm at work while I write this. Is he at work right now? Yeah, is he at work right now? <laughs> Hello, guys. Historian Nightwing here, writing to you guys while... Oh, after a while of absence. Anyways, I'm at work right now, and it's really slow, and I'm just sitting in a lawn chair about to take a nap. Hopefully, I don't get raped while I sleep since I'm out in public working in a very what? bad neighborhood. What well, the fuck? Minus the rape part. That's how I feel right now. I'm sitting in this chair. I'm like, I'm ready to take a nap. Well. <laughs> Don't close your eyes. You never know what's going to happen. <laughs> I mean, Freddy Krueger, Mike. I t- did I tell you this? I had a dream that I had sex with Freddy Krueger. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know what I was drinking, what I was smoking, whatever the fuck, the cake. Because I, I don't do either of those things. Yeah, so you were sober. I, so it was even yeah, scarier. I was, I was, <laughs> this is a while. I think I was in college. I just had a, and I woke up. I woke up. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> What's going on, man? <laughs> what, what about my, fucking Freddy Cougars attracted to you? Nothing. <laughs> but apparently my brain is weird. <laughs> was, was his dick burnt? Like, how did that work? <laughs> I don't know. I was, I was fucking him. Oh, that's even fucking weirder. 
<laughs> because his ass is all kinds of burnt up. <laughs> Apparently it wasn't. What the but fuck? But I'm like, I woke up. I was How did that, did it, was it like he's trying to kill you? And you're like, oh, wait a second. Honestly, like, I don't even remember, to be, <laughs> to be perfectly honest. I just remember I woke up. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? I need to see a therapist. I was about to say, man, <laughs> you need to talk to somebody. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. You guys ain't hear none of this. It's just between us. <laughs> yeah, okay. Us and thousands of listeners. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now you guys see what I'm working with here. This guy's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> that's why Goblin said it didn't bother me. <laughs> yeah, clearly. <laughs> Goblin tried raping you. You turn around like I'm gonna rape you back. Like what the fuck? <laughs> it's a big chasing in circles. Oh man. What the fuck? The, the thought. What is that? The mind of Michael Simeon. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be there. <laughs> All right. Well, well Juan goes on to deep say, dark place. Oh man, that took out. That brought something dark. <laughs> Super dark. I might just get the same treatment as that poor girl in Goblin Slayer. Just wanted to take this time and say, it's so weird. Some of our listeners are like me, and they're like, that was disturbing and fucked up. And then other listeners are like you, and they're like, it's worse. Or even worse, watch just making a strip jokes about it. Like, oh, yeah, whatever. If I get raped, <laughs> like, what the fuck? I mean, because also at the end of the day, like, you know it's fiction. Yeah, I know it's fiction, but still. <laughs> Uh, just wanted to take this time to say I'm one one hundred and one thousand sixty fourth an aquatic lizard, and I identify as a golf ball. What? What? I'm just playing. That's not what I was gonna say. What I really want to say is I don't get it. Fuck Batman. That's it. Bye, guys. LOL. See you next week. Hopefully, potentially. <laughs> well, you're gonna get your wish, but we're gonna, we have some questions about this aquatic lizard thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what? Yeah, we're gonna ask him. <laughs> Like what the hell were you smoking when you wrote this word? I mean, maybe he was. Maybe he dreamt about fucking an aquatic lizard. <laughs> Don't put that on him. <laughs> That's you and your weirdness. I mean, it's not just me. Fucking, uh, what's his name? Why can't I think of his name? Guillermo del Toro made a whole movie about fucking a fish man. <laughs> he as well needs some help. <laughs> I got a whole conversation for that. Uh, next read comes from. Tevin Chambers, sorry, I was talking about Infinity Wars. Uh, hey, Mike and Jordan, my bad. I was talking about Infinity War. When Thanos snaps, snaps, it still gets me. Does it still affect y'all? I Wait, don't what? remember what yeah, your original message was about. about. But yes, it does. Um, yeah, I still think about it every once in a while. I'm like, God damn it, that was sad. <laughs> uh, also, for some who does not watch the CWs other than Black Lightning, if you had to pick one for someone to watch, which one would you choose? Hmm. If you'd recommend a CW show that's not Black Lightning to somebody, Arrow. Yeah, I concur. It's I mean, aside, aside from season four, well, and three, well, the last, the second half of season three, for the most part, the show's been pretty consistent. That means they haven't watched any, so they would start from season one. So I think you're as long as you stay with the first season, you're good for Arrow and Flash. Um, Arrow, I mean, Flash is the best season one by he far. Said, well, he said one. Yeah. So if you start with that, then you're good. But just know that both have ups and downs in quality with the seasons after that. Mm-hmm. So just fair warning. <laughs> um, next email comes from Brandon Damone. Nice you pronounce it. Black Lightning Shade. What's up, Blurds? Fantastic podcast. Oh, I've read this one already. This one's... <laughs> it's so... It's informative, but also condescending to me. 
Let's let's listen in on this. Those one. are the best ones. Oh fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic podcast as usual, and I listen faithfully. Actually, while editing my own. Oh okay. Uh, your banter makes me laugh, and literally almost makes me, and literally almost makes me choke a lot, especially with Jordan. Your child. It's like oh I'm thank like, you. I'm like don't choke. Why are you looking at me like I that? I was waiting for some kind of dirty follow-up. No, like, I was going to say, don't choke. Oh, okay. You know, Heimlich. Okay, all right. Unless you can self-Heimlich yourself. Oh, okay, right. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> I'm always scared with you now. I'm like, <laughs> where's it going to go? I'm not going to go dirty. Okay. That's not my thing. Well, I'm, see, we see how he's, an, he starts I'm off. In, I'm an innocent saint. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> we see how he starts off with, uh, you make me laugh a lot. I'm like, oh, thank you. But then his next sentence is, your childlike naivete is so adorable that it's laugh out loud hilarious. Hard to believe that we're the same age sometimes, he just, he lol. just called you an immature bitch. Kind of. <laughs> that's, it's, like it's like a backhanded compliment. Uh, that's not a dig at all, though, so don't take it as such, <laughs> lol. Isn't it that one? <laughs> but, I, okay, I will admit, there is a reason why I'm calling it Stupid Adventure. There are a lot of times I'm very naive. I will admit that. <laughs> yeah, so Olivia Munn and uh, Megan Fox. That is not, not naivete. Yes, it is. That is yes, not is. being good with faces, but they look same alike. Thing. Same <laughs> thing. I maintain that they look similar. Okay. Maybe if you squint really um, hard. He goes on to say, I just have one criticism from this recent episode, and that's the jazz comment that you made about Black Lightning. That's talking about me. I'm sure you said you didn't care about the episode, and we can all tell, but please, despite not caring, don't completely make up things to prove a point. Black Lightning has not used jazz in its fights this season. Black Lightning is literally a play on black exploitation movies of the 70s, and a lot of its music attributes to that nature. If you did not know, it's called funk. That's informative to both. I mean, like, I don't know. I said jazz. You're, you're technically right. It is funk. But was I that? Like, does that completely Play uh, make you Play music, white boy. Yeah, where's where's Michael's comment about that? Because he's sitting there listening to me say it's jazz. He didn't was like, actually, Jordan, it's actually called funk. But I also said that you pay more attention to music than I do. Okay. So I'm listening to you like, yeah, you know what you're talking about. <laughs> but you, is that me making up something? To, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is informative. I get called out when I'm wrong, so yeah. It is informative, though. It's good, that that distinction. Because it's not jazz. It is. It is it's funk. But I I don't like funk, <laughs> I guess. Because it's too black. It's too black. Hey, I watched Black Lightning this week, okay? <laughs> so what? I'm going to watch it eventually. There were moments that were too black for me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if if not liking funk means I don't like black things, then guilty. Um, but he goes on to say, lol, case in point, in the fight between Cyanide and Kara... A funk version remix of It Takes Two is played in the background. I'm about to block this guy. Ugh. What? Sorry. I'm like, how I'm random? Right. I'm like, him? Yeah, what, right. what are you doing? No, this guy keeps sending me messages on uh, Instagram. He just tried to video call me. That's weird. And he's like, can we be Can we be friends? Like, I want to be your friend, bro. I'm like, that's not how this works. So you got a stalker, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. Okay. Um, da, da, da. Another example was when the wind-powered metahuman almost got the civilians and cops killed, and Black Lightning Thunder had to use their powers to save them. A remixed funk song was also used as the background music. That type of theme is played all throughout black exploitation movies and TV shows to exemplify the black experience. I'm not sure if you knew this or not. Uh, I didn't know it was black exploitation, but I did not know that it was called funk because <laughs> I'm. You don't know anything. Yeah, I'm, I'm musically illiterate. <laughs> hey, you didn't know either, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm not sure if you knew or not, blah, blah, blah. From blurred to blurred. Not a disc, just educating. Other than that, stay nerdy, my blurries, and go beyond <coughs> plus ultra. <coughs> um, Nah, man, no hate. That's actually very informative. I actually appreciate that. 
Um, but it just, I guess now I have the proper terminology to use. I don't now, like. Now he can say, instead of jazz, I don't yeah. like jazz. I don't like funk. <laughs> I don't like the funk music they play in the fight scenes and the action scenes. And he's right. I mean, the reason they do that is because they try and have, like, and I even said that. It's the vibe, the tone they're going for, which is black, exploita- black exploitation. It's still movies. different to season one. Power. Power. Yeah. Pa- power. They're using more of the funk remixes and less of the original songs. Um, I just, I just don't think it fits. I mean, yeah, it's a throwback, but I don't like, like, I didn't grow up in that era. You didn't either. We both didn't. So it's like, you know, I, I never liked that as the representation of the black experience. I don't need that. Give me some fucking hip hop. I, I, I don't, I didn't grow up during the Motown era and I still like Jackson five, Diana Ross. Yeah. But do you like black exploitation? I like it when it's a parody. Like I like black dynamite, but it's a parody of those types of movies. But like when it's like, so not sincere when it's earnest I'm like eh. I don't Excuse think it fits I like some black exploitation movies I don't like all of them like what uh, coffee uh, shaft okay shaft but that's like that's so ingrained in the era you know what I mean I get black lightning's going for that vibe but I just personally I don't feel like it fits but that's just me um blah, blah, blah. and our next review comes from John Rainey Another Goblin Slayer subject. I watched the first episode of Goblin Slayer, and to be honest, the cave rape scene wasn't even that bad. See, here you go. <laughs> the way people were hyping up the explicit content, I thought it was going to be on the level of Berserk, Elfenlied, or even Urotsuki Doji. What the fuck I, is that? I don't know what that last one is. But again, these elf, examples. Elf, Elfen, what? Elfenlied. Have what? you seen Elfenlied? You're asking wrong. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. Who am I talking to? <laughs> but never, Berserk never and Elfenlied are like the most extreme, bloody, brutal anime you can fucking find, like, you know, sexual violence in. Like, uh, <laughs> what kind of argument is that? I mean, did you tell me? Did you tell me the other day you get you got to compare it to something else, and they're comparing it to something else? Yeah, the worst things possible. <laughs> That'd be like if I was like, they still exist. United States of Smash is the coolest anime tech in history for me, so nothing else is epic. <laughs> because that exists. Nothing else is epic to me. <laughs> Bullshit. Because then I saw Escanor, and that motherfucker was epic as fuck. <laughs> is he, though? I don't know. It's, again, I can't recommend it. <laughs> I want you to watch it, but it's a lot of, it's a lot of anime to fucking burn through just for one character. Well, but, you just skipped it that season. But, you, but the, the sad part is you need to see everything before it because he's so power breaking. He, you have to understand the power scale for him breaking the scale to be impactful. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but that's, that's Escanor talking about Goblin Slayer. Uh, John Rainey goes on to say, but it wasn't so, and eh. maybe you're just faint of heart, Jordan. Yeah. You're right, bro. Totally faint of heart. Rape is whatever. <laughs> you are you are weak. I'm totally, totally. Mediocre. Mediocre. I still want to hear girls talk about this. Because we've now we've got a couple of guys weighing in that they also thought it was pretty impactful. But I feel like it's just the jaded dudes. <laughs> whatever, bro. Rape isn't that bad. I've seen worse in anime. It's not that big of a deal. <laughs> it's like, all right, bro. Oh, here's one more question. Are y'all going to review The Gifted? No. <laughs> Are you going to review The Gifted, Michael? No. Exactly. There you go. Um, next email comes from Derek Williams. 
Avengers 4 Theory. Hi there, Jordan and Michael. My name is Derek. How's everything going with you guys? I have left an iTunes review before, but unfortunately, iTunes sucks ass, so I decided to send you guys an email. Facts. I just wanted to express my gratitude for everything you guys do. Thanks, bro. Because of you guys, you've reawakened my inner blurred. That's been somewhat dormant as I've gotten older, lol. And I just want to say that I love you guys so much, and I keep going beyond plus ultra. Uh, and quick Avengers theory, mainly regarding Captain America. As we know, the fourth movie is going to involve time travel, so what if when they travel back in time, Steve decides to stay behind to live that life he never got to have with Peggy? Or he just dies and cries like a bitch. What the fuck? But anyways, guys, I hope you have a good one and stay nerdy, my blurdy. Uh, hopefully, we'll be able to join your Patreon soon enough, but unfortunately, Bills is breaking your boy. Love you guys. Thanks, bro. And the cinema is what counts. You know, whenever you get the... When you've got a few shekels to throw our way, that's fine, man. No pressure. Yeah. Cancel your cable bill so you can pay for us. Yeah. Wow. No, don't do that. I'm not that cruel. What the hell? Um, but yeah, I mean, his theory about... Um, Steve going back and possibly seeing Peggy. Uh, I'm I'm a subscriber to the belief that he if he does die, we're gonna get a repeat of the Age of Ultron scene where he dances with Peggy until eternity. I mean, can you imagine if that's how the movie ends? I'll cry <laughs> so much. Like, like that won't even be a question. Like you'll look over Jodie Cronk. <laughs> yeah, like she's standing there. She has her hand out. She says, "You're late." And he smile. He looks at her and smiles, and then it fades to black. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone in the theater is just bawling. <laughs> That's the way to go out if you're going to go out. Uh, but nah, that, I feel I like really they will want to go out on a happier ending than that, I think. Because, you know, it's, now I mean, it's the, re the rest of the Marvel Universe, not just the one character. Yeah, but every time an actor talks about Avengers 4, they all say like, oh, if you thought Infinity War is bad. You ain't seen nothing yet. But I'm pretty sure that's throughout the whole movie more than just like one moment. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> if you're going to twist that knife, I'm saying that's the knife twist right there. <laughs> Pulling it out, stick it back in. <laughs> I already died. Uh, next review comes from Ty Ghost at Yahoo. Damn you, Jordan. Damn you, Jordan. I looked up Jessica Parker Kennedy, Nora West Allen, in that show. Oh, Oh, uh, yeah. oh, black sales. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. oh, my God. Best. Whoa. Explicit. <laughs> what? <laughs> he said best masturbation session ever. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> hey, hey. I put it out there. You can yeah. do what you will with the information. I'm just your, your friendly neighborhood news source. <laughs> Sploosh. <laughs> Sploosh. Uh, and I'm surprised Michael didn't say fuck Luke Cage. Oh, that's a good point. No. Huh? He said fuck roll. Wait, who said, who said fuck Arrow? And fuck Mary Kill? Oh, oh. Yeah. Really? You rather. You have failed this city over. You want some coffee? Yeah, I'd rather fuck. I'd rather fuck Stephen Amell. <laughs> I'd rather fail this but city. But that. that Racist. That oh, he's me. too black. <laughs> that, that reminded me because I said I'd rather marry Colton Hip. That's also because I couldn't think of nothing, but I'm like, no. Uh, Superman. <laughs> you were really sitting back thinking about like, no, no. Yeah, no. no I, I would marry Tyler Hecklin. Tyler mm. Hecklin's Bay. Oh, okay. And that new black suit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Luke, because Mike Coulter, he's oh, he comes across as lame to me. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. He's like a heartthrob with like all the women. Not anymore. Not anymore. With his like his Twitter comments. 
What like, happened? Bla- a lot, there's a lot of black women that are just like, nah. What were his Twitter account? I don't even know about I don't, this. I don't remember. I don't remember, but yeah, a lot of black women have canceled him. What? What because happened? Of, because of his Twitter account. Damn, now I'm mad curious. Yeah, I don't remember exactly what it was. Oh, but come on, news guy. You're fucking me up right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm comic book news. Oh, okay. Uh, but Jessica Jones is the finest in the MCU to me. Pause. Oh, wait, what? <laughs> Jessica Jones. Jessica is the Jones. <laughs> Bruh. Bruh. <laughs> you realize Scarlett Johansson is in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, right? And she, and you realize Greta, Elizabeth Olsen's in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, right? Agreed. You realize Real, Agent Hill. Everybody. If it was anybody, like Peter and Yango. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Denai mm. Guerrero. Mm. <laughs> Give me some of that ball head. <laughs> Even Letitia Wright is 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 pretty good. Is good looking. Yeah, compared but to Jessica little, Jones. She's like a little sister to me, though. <laughs> That's what she reminds me of. Mm. But yeah, Jessica Jones? She looks like a bird. <laughs> Is that fucked up to say? Sorry, Jessica. <laughs> Sorry, Kristen Ritter. <laughs> You're beautiful. I mean, whatever. whatever. Beauty is subjective. It's, it's true. Uh, but Michael should get a segment on the show. Oh, that Michael News Bumper is funny as fuck. But Michael should get a segment on the show where he talks about the things that are trash. <laughs> How fake is that? Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what's kind of like? This is trash. This is trash. That'd be right, like your um. Show. Remember the Family Guy with uh, grind my gears, Peter Griffin. You know what really grinds my gears? And he lists his random shit. No, that'd be you. But I'll go with that. Do you know what's trash? <laughs> um, Keenan Lonsdale's in there too, but since I only could pick three people, what the fuck? Because he's definitely a bottom, and I'd fuck him. <laughs> But fuck? I wouldn't pick him over Stephen. Uh, I wouldn't pick him over Stephen Amell. No, I can't get you fucking Wally West out of my head. <laughs> Why would you do that? Take the speed force no! dip. <laughs> Wally, have you not suffered enough? <laughs> he would, oh no, he wouldn't be suffering. Oh, <laughs> Wally. <laughs> All right, next week comes from Jake. He'd he definitely be shooting lightning oh. after, when I'm done with him. <laughs> Except they won't be coming from his hands. It's oh, a bad taste in my mouth. <laughs> It'd be a good taste in his mouth. Oh! <laughs> I quit. He'd be like, Michael, what have you been eating? Is that, uh, a, fruit, is that a fruit salad? Uh, I taste strawberries. Stop it, killing me. <laughs> is that is that pineapple on your pre-cum? Oh, <laughs> no. Jake the Snake, please talk about something else. Uh, he says, get Oliver to beat his ass. Man, it does not sound right after the conversation we just had. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> uh, Jake says, why don't you call Green Arrow to beat his ass? Laugh, laugh, Stephen laugh. Stephen Amell, we flip-flop. Oh, it's funny. Oh, you didn't watch The Flash. No. Remember how last week we were joking about, like, oh, oh, okay, so uh, Cicada takes away your powers? Fuck, okay. Call Oliver. He whoop his ass. Mm-hmm. But in then the, I thought about it. Oliver's in jail, so he, I mean, fuck that. Regardless, get him out of jail. He's gonna get out of jail eventually. But I'm just saying, anybody without superpowers, even like Jimmy Olsen, like he, be, he should be able to whoop uh, Sakata's ass. Uh, yeah, call uh, what's his face, Diggle. Yeah, anybody. But literally in the first like three minutes, he says five. But in the first five minutes of Flash, they go through all those options. Even Oliver, they're like, I think um, Caitlin's the one is, is like. Well, some super, some heroes don't have metahuman abilities. What about, and then Nora's like, uh, Oliver Queen, Green Arrow. Yeah, even he tried to stop him, but he couldn't. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. But why, though? I, yeah. Why? It's just, yeah. <laughs> they said, but they said everybody, Supergirl, the, the legends, everybody tried. 
and no one can stop him. But why? The idea is that and Supergirl's like that. Uh, that would make because this thing absorbs. I guess maybe powers period. I'm like she's not a metahuman. She's I, not a human period. I guess powers period. But ma- motherfucker, if enough heroes jump him and have a gun, like he's well, dead. No, they're not gonna have a gun. <laughs> Well, That's someone should <laughs> to stop his ass. But I'm like, how does that, especially like somebody like Ray, his his powers come from technology. Yeah. But the idea is that no one, in Nora's timeline, no one ever caught Cicada. So she doesn't even know who he is, conveniently. <laughs> but yeah, so he says, the first five minutes of the Flash, she said they tried everyone from Supergirl to Oliver, even the League of Superheroes. I feel like Wally should go to Earth, Black Lightning is. And then also I'm thinking like Kara... I said Kara. Kara can just shoot his ass with her laser vision, from her heat distance. vision from a distance. Yeah. She's flying in an instant. Yeah. Punch the fuck out of him like Superman does in BBS. So you don't even have to get close for the shit to absorb powers. Whatever. It's stupid. Yeah. Don't even. <laughs> don't even try, man. Uh, I feel like Wally should go to the Earth Black Lightning is. Maybe Jefferson would be a good mentor to I him. Said that, yeah, I said that back in like season one. Yeah, it makes the most sense, but dang, I do it. DC's Titans is an amazing show. I know it's nothing like the comics, but I look at it as an Elseworld, Elseworld telling. Yeah, me too at this point. Um, this question is for Michael, since he said that Black Lightning uses powers when he has sex. <laughs> do you think Jennifer can do the same? I was going to say, I didn't say it. I didn't, I didn't just say it. They showed it. Yeah. <laughs> well, he says, do you think Jennifer can do the same? Lightning pussy. <laughs> I mean, I don't see why not. Once she learns how to control, you don't want her to do that shit now. Yeah, right. <laughs> you burnt my dick up. <laughs> yeah, kill me. Speak, speaking of toast, you get a toaster dick. Oh Jesus, that's worse than death. Uh, I checked out Goblin Slayer, but the only part that had everyone talking on Pornhub. Wait, what? Uh, I guess that scene was on Pornhub. Okay. What are you looking up at? What are you looking up on Pornhub? That's the question. I- <laughs> If Jake you, the Snake, you're kind yeah. of revealing for yourself here, bro. <laughs> Look up Goblin Rape on Pornhub, yeah. bro. <laughs> he says, you just go to Pornhub. And, and like, this is the type of person that says this shit. <laughs> Lol, it wasn't all that. Yeah. yeah I, I, bet, I bet it's not. <laughs> Considering what you watch on a regular basis, bro. <laughs> so the general consensus is we all have weird sexual... <laughs> Yeah, sexual sexual fantasy. Everyone says it's not that That's weird. Everybody's not yeah. that bad. I'm looking at all y'all sideways. Everybody's like, it's not that bad. I'm like, really? What are you doing your spare time? <laughs> what are you searching up on the internet? <laughs> You're desensitized ass. And I wasn't even searching for what I had. <laughs> no, you just you just thought of it. Yeah. My brain just says. Were you at least watching a, a Freddy Krueger movie? I don't even remember. I don't think so. <laughs> that's when you know that's like that's literally one of those memes where it's like when you haven't had sex in 300 and whatever amount of days your, bra- your brain just gives you something you start looking at fucking Freddy Krueger like mm, dead ass I mean, they, it's like what I mean the saying is if you're in the desert for so long everything starts to look like water <laughs> I'm scared of you <laughs> uh, I've seen well I've seen and heard worse the fuck Wait, is that what did mean? you hear? Like, what, what, is, what, is, he's what does a, that mean? He's been fucking torturing people in his basement. Yo, Jake, Jake, I'm scared, bro. His name is Jake the Snake. He says, "Stay blurry, my niggas." Okay, <laughs> there, there, there you go. <laughs> okay, bro. <laughs> I don't know, man. This Goblin Slayer is really uh, showing me people's personalities <laughs> more than I wanted to know. 
And our last email comes from Stanley Ward. It reveals the truth. Yeah, Stan the man. Uh, fire nice as usual. Hey guys, it's me again. Sending in a very poorly timed email. I love this podcast and others who feel the same. JC, Rory, Gaius, Diego, Jacob, etc., etc. Thanks to you. Uh, thanks to you, I know more about fandom than ever before, and I have friends from all over. Not only have you given me that, but you've been. Uh, oh, not only have you given me that, but you broadened my vision. Pun intended, lol. And I'm a much more open-minded and well-adjusted human for it. Wow, we're making humans we're, better over we're, here, we're Michael. Ther- we're therapists. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah, that's touching. Thanks, bro. Just don't dream about Freddy Krueger. Yeah, don't be like him. <laughs> don't don't grow up to be like Michael. Uh, be like me now, not me like in, me in college. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> now you're well-rounded. I'm, well, I'm, well, I'm well-adjusted. You're now. well-adjusted now. <laughs> Go Beyond Plus Ultra and stay nerdy, my blurries. P.S. Season 3 of Daredevil, greater than all other hero shows. Castlevania is fire, and I can't wait to hear this in your voice. <laughs> Wish granted. Sincerely, Todoroki-kun. Thanks, bro. Uh, and I do agree with you. I think Daredevil Season 3, spoilers for our review, but I'm going to say it right now, I think it's better than all the other CW seasons so far. Yes. Overall. Not, not just CW, but everything. Superhero TV-wise. I don't know, man. That Flash season one. <laughs> and I know if we back and rewatch season one of Flash, there's probably a lot of filler episodes. I'm like, Ugh, what the fuck? But if I just condense it to like the main story episodes, like I still haven't felt <coughs> the way I felt at the end of season one of The Flash in any of the other superhero shows. That ending was really fo- powerful to me. The, the you know the culmination of him finally being able to talk to his mother again, choosing not to save her, and then the ending of him throwing himself into another adventure when that fucking tornado thing opens up, like that was like that was like standing applause, like oh oh so good. <laughs> yeah, but I still like Daredevil season three. Oh, I'm not gonna say it's not the fucking best written. Definitely that season three is, but in terms of how it made me feel, Flash season one I think is still the torchbearer for that. For me, my opinion. And on that note, let's see if Juan is ready for some podcasting. We're at the 50-minute mark, so hopefully he is. (laughs) And hold on tight while we get Juan. Podcast of Broken Promises. Yeah, so Juan's not on because Jordan's fucking up. Oh, oh, that's how we're going to do this. Jordan's fucked up this week. Oh, I fucked up this week. Yes. No, no, motherfucker. He's he's not prepared. I'm not prepared. People, I warned this guy. Hey, man, bring your headphones because we need headphones to actually do a three-way Skype call. He mentioned it like super early in the day. I missed it an hour before you came. That's too long. Which, which actually, long. if it was, it was longer we than already, that. We've already established I have a trap of forgetfulness. So <laughs> if it it's was, your fault for knowing that. But the irony of this is, if it was longer than that, it was because you were so late. Like you said, four o'clock. Meanwhile, four thirty. No, but you wanted me to be here at five. I said four. No, you said five, and I said I'll try to be here at four. Okay. But then what'd you say? Four. <laughs> so, exactly. okay, four. So I came with the time you wanted me to come, not the time <laughs> I wanted myself to come. <laughs> you literally volunteered your time. Meanwhile, 4.30, you're taking pictures of your balls for Instagram and shit. I'm like... Actually, it was like 
423. <laughs> okay, you said that so specific. Oh, my bad. Get it right. But yeah, I, I, I warned this guy to bring his headphones, and he did not. And unfortunately, I just scoured my entire house. I could not find a single pair that has the, the, the dongle or attachment that we need. I have all these lightning cable bullshit headphones from iPhone. So I blame the proprietary bullshit of Apple, and I also blame Michael. It's for Jordan's being- <laughs> fault because he's the host of this podcast. He should have fail safe on top of fail. The just fail like safe just like Justice, you. just like Justice League. <laughs> Batman has contingency plans for everything. We've already established I'm the dumbest Avenger, so <laughs> we have contingency plans. <laughs> My warning was all I had. I was like, "Hey, man, don't forget." Don't and you give me a thumbs up, you fucking bastard. <laughs> like, don't worry, bro. I got this. Yep. And my and for next week. Okay. So apologies to Juan. <laughs> we literally <laughs> set everything up except that. I was like, all right, where's the headphones at? Oh shit. <laughs> so my bad, Juan. But we're gonna have you on next week, bro. I promise. I know we're a podcast of broken promises. But hey man, we're human. To air is the human. It's also going. Jordan's fault because maybe if he lived closer, I could have just went to my house. How how are you still flipping this? I mean, I don't I could, understand. I could have just walked around the corner. So you should you should move closer, bro. You're right. My bad, dude. All right, yeah. What am I thinking? Yeah. What, what are you thinking? <laughs> Somehow it's Jordan's fault still. But anyway, uh, Juan says he's gonna fight you, Michael. So watch your back. Um, I watch Buffy. I've been trained by Buffy, so I'm good. Uh, okay. Yeah, Buffy never loses. And don't worry, guys. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring some spare headphones next week, even if Michael forgets. I I I'll carry it all. That, that's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> oh, you fucking asshole! <laughs> all right. Well, on that note, let's 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 get into topics of this week. Let's start off with uh, the Daredevil finale. Kind of disappointed because I was like. Yeah, Juan could carry this episode because I didn't watch shit. Yeah, you didn't watch nothing. <laughs> so it's like, now I got no one to bounce things <laughs> off of. But you've at least watched Daredevil, right? Yeah, I watched Daredevil. All right, so let's talk about the season finale, or the finale of Daredevil season three. Just be careful that you don't become the monster. Because I've tried to make this city a better place. I will tell the world who you really are. Someone who's now showing his true colors. Sometimes you have to hurt one person for the greater good. The city needs a new villain. I think I might have found him. Daredevil is our true public enemy. According to eyewitnesses, the brutal attack has been carried out by none other than... Daredevil. I'm Daredevil. Um, I guess uh, we just jump right just, into spoilers. Just the finale? Well, not just the finale, but like the entire... We, we talked about like our first impressions before. Mm-hmm. So everything from where we stopped watching, so from your episode four, to the finale. Let's just have a open discussion about the things we liked, things we disliked. Um, and let's just go right into spoilers since... <coughs> Uh, if you want a non-spoiler review, for the most part, check out our first impressions from last week. Uh, for those who don't know the Blurred Vision rating system, I will drop it here. We here at Blurred Vision have a very simple rating system. It goes from poor vision to perfect vision. In the middle, there's passable, and then you have less than passable and more than passable. Thank you, Catchapon, because our ratings might have changed since our initial viewings. Um, 
And unfortunately, Moss not here to contribute, but <laughs> I guess it'll just be me and you, which is fine. It's, it's all right. It's, it's cool. Well, guess, you, like, you make it sound like that's not a normal thing. <laughs> well, I I was all, it's just me and you, I guess. I was all ready to get a third opinion, so you know, I'll have to wait until next week to see what Juan's opinions are. Um, but yeah, so how did you feel about the end of Daredevil and really the, the, the season three overall? Season three overall, uh, basically, yeah, Daredevil showed to me, like, the, especially the way it ended, that it's definitely the, the, the most superior of not just the Netflix shows, but I mentioned before, like, I like Daredevil season three out of, like, all the show, superhero shows that have aired, like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., The Flash, Arrow, Supergirl, definitely Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow, definitely Legends of Tomorrow. Wow. <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. Jessica Jones, yada, yada. Is there other ones? I don't remember. It's not better than Buffy, though. I will say that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> of course. But yeah, like, I mentioned this before, like, the strength of Daredevil is not just on Charlie Cox, but on Vincent D'Onofrio as oh, the yeah. kingpin. Yeah, his Wilson Fisk is amazing. Like, kind of how, and not as much as Infinity War, but kind of how they said Infinity War was Thanos' story. Season 5 was definitely Kingpin's story. Season 3? I said season, season 5. five. I'm like, whoa. whoa. I'm, in the, fu I'm yeah. in the future. Far future. <laughs> yes, and we're in spoilers, but I will say that I'm glad they did not kill him off at the end of the season. I was really worried about that. Because that's definitely a Marvel That's a Marvel thing. thing. That's a Netflix thing. Killing the villains. Only, uh, what's his name? Bushmaster survives. Yeah. In terms of, like, villains for the seasons. And, and I mean, I don't know, because we don't know if Daredevil's going to get a season four, but... Oh, man. It'll be a travesty if he doesn't, because this is definitely the strongest season so far of Daredevil and of all the Netflix shows. Agreed. And I think it's because, for me, they built upon a lot of the strengths of season one and season Although three. I thought it was funny how, when the season ended... He was doing his Spider-Man pose on top of the roof. That's a classic Daredevil pose. You gotta do no, it. I was like, it was Spider-Man. It, it did look mad out of place. I, I'm, I'm with you on that. I thought the same thing. I was yeah. like, man, I, you're not gonna leave off that fucking building, right? No, so like, not. what are you doing? Like, I was like, where's Peter Parker? Yeah, this isn't the Daredevil movie where he was like doing like parkour flips through the air, using his fucking baton as like a Batman grappling hook kind of. Yeah, like, we're not that fucking sci-fi with this. Not at all. Yeah. But yeah, but overall, I, I loved it. Uh, I really liked, I mentioned Kingpin, but I really liked what they did with, you know, I think about the 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 Ben Affleck movie, how they had their, uh, Bullseye. Oh, then, God. <laughs> fucking, uh, what's his name? Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell's over hyperactive ass. Yeah. Like, he'd just be so happy that he, like, fucking, like, nailed the targets, whatever. Like, he'd point at his head, like, ah, ah, Bullseye, get it? Ah, ah. <laughs> like, the yo, fucking, calm down. Yeah, the look, tattoo on his head. Yeah, the tattoo on his head. It's weird. Yeah, and, but but at the time I didn't know Daredevil at all, really, as a character. So I thought that's how Daredevil, uh, Bullseye was. Well, yeah, I didn't know Daredevil, but I, I don't know. I was just like that movie. I didn't I didn't like that movie. I, anyway, so I was just like, this is a really over the top portrayal. <laughs> Remember we killed that old lady by like. Using some peanuts or whatever and ricocheting it off of the back of the airport, uh, airport, <laughs> the, the airplane uh, seat. Mm -hmm. I think she she choked. She on choked it, right? that. Yeah, yeah. she choked. Yeah, and it was like, oh, she wants more peanuts or something like that. <laughs> Funny scene, but I feel like that ricocheting thing was something they used like 
to ridiculous amounts in Daredevil season three, but in a good way. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't get to the bullseye Daredevil fight when we last had our conversations. And you were talking about Poindexter. I didn't even realize Poindexter was bullseye. Like, I, But I said that. But I didn't under, I, I, you said it to me, but I didn't really register it. I was just like, yeah, Poindexter, bullseye. Wait, no, that's a different character, right? I didn't realize that was bullseye. So when you get to his backstory in episode five. That's what I was saying. I was like, I really like what they did in episode five. I was like, you're not there yet, but like how they did it directorially. Yeah, I was going to, yes, the way like the cinematography wise, how yeah. they showcase Wilson Fisk reading basically his, his backstory, his bio or whatever. But the way they show it is like him actually looking at it. Yeah, seeing glimpses to his past, mm-hmm. seeing moments. So you, you kind of get flashbacks that way. Yeah, I, I really liked how they did that. Like, I really enjoyed that episode. Like, it made you feel for the character. And I didn't think... First of all, I thought Poindexter was an asshole through and through. So for him to be Bullseye, and I heard Bullseye sympathetic, I was like, how the fuck is this guy sympathetic? Mm-hmm. But when you see his psychosis, and you see his struggle of, like, trying to fit in and be a normal, functioning member of society, but then having those very psychopathic urges... That his his therapist and helps then, him work yeah, through. His therapist was his tether. Yeah. And like whenever he felt like he was gonna rage out, he would go back and listen to his therapist. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that made that made him somewhat more sympathetic, but at the same time, I was like, at the end of the day, he's still a fucking psychopath. <laughs> like from <sighs> like to the fact that he was killing things from childhood. Oh yeah, he enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. He hit like the the hallmark. Even the uh, moment when symptoms. he was like he wanted to, he wanted to kill his therapist like I want to kill you because you're going to die. That was so crazy, but effective. <laughs> Cuz yeah. I mean, he's a good actor. I believed it. I heard he was actually trying to become you. Daredevil, yeah, right? Wait. What? You talking about the actor? Yeah, the actor. Well, I, I mentioned he auditioned for Captain America. Okay, when he's wearing that cowl, the Daredevil cowl, I can see it. Because his mouth is like fucking yeah, he got, chiseled. He has the jaw, the jaw. He has the perfect cow chin. So like, he looks, honestly, he looks better in that Daredevil suit than Daredevil did. Charlie Cox. Well, I think he's also taller. He fills it out better. But especially with the mouth area, the cow is always, like the, the bottom of the cow is always the weakest part of me to Charlie Cox. But he fills it out perfectly. <laughs> so I was like, damn, he looks good in that suit. Fucking converted to a bullseye suit now. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see how, how, how he looks as once he fully transforms the bullseye. Yeah, they never really had that transformation in the sh- in the season three. It was no. more about him just impersonating Daredevil. I mean, if they get a season four. Skipping ahead to the very end. Cause, yeah, the very end, because uh, Bullseye in the comics has an adamantium uh, spine. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. So that is comic canon. Yeah. What's with the eyes and the Bullseye well, that, uh, I guess they just wanted to tease. That was weird. I guess they wanted to tease. He's coming. But they already had the bullseye symbol on his, his hat when he was a baseball player. Yeah. So it's like, why is it in his eyes now? <laughs> I guess surgery gives you a circular. Weird. Yeah. I mean, it was a, an amazing ending to that se- that season. But that last like stinger, I was like, <laughs> like okay. Just, bullseye's coming. Yeah, that was, that was their, there's going to be carnage moment. <laughs> and I mean, overall, like I still felt like. I felt better about Foggy towards the end of me the too. season. Me too. But at the same time, I was still just like... You know what sold me? When him and Karen were talking about helping Matt, and Karen was basically like, fuck him. But Foggy was like, no, he's our friend, and he needs help. And if he kills Wilson Fisk, it he will... He won't be the same. Yeah, it'll yeah, destroy him. It'll he won't destroy come him. back for that. 
and he and he basically was just like, no, he's my friend. I'm not gonna like stand by and let him destroy himself. I love him. So yeah, I but, was like, but best the, friend, Foggy. At the, at the yes. same time, though, I still kind of felt like I feel like Karen had way more to do than he did. She was definitely yes, she was definitely the investigative. Man, I hate this word, investigative. Investigative. Ah, oh, that word. <laughs> she was like the detective of the show this season. Like she was the one putting everything together behind the scenes, which I it was a good role for her. Um, I especially like when it came to a head when Daredevil, well, the fake Daredevil attacked the newspaper. Um, that scene was crazy. It was, and I guess that's what we were saying. Like, why is Matt his ass beat so much? That's what. Yeah, that was. But they, I think they made it a point that when they get to, into straight fisticuffs, it seemed like Daredevil always had the edge. Mm-hmm. But it was when he started throwing shit, and I need to understand how the fuck I get you have amazing aim and precision, but you're throwing anything, and that's everything his, becomes lethal. But but it that's, all becomes lethal. But that's Bullseye's thing. That's what makes him. They say that's what makes him more deadly than even a superhuman, because anything is a weapon to him. This remote, even though there's no sharp edges on it, he could kill you with it. Yeah, I mean. Don't get me wrong, it made him a fucking threat. So every time he was trying to kill somebody or fighting somebody, I was always scared for whoever was around him. But it also was like, damn, how hard do you throw that stapler to kill somebody? <laughs> like, whoosh! Like ah! if, if somebody knocks out his tooth, that tooth is now a weapon. But then they also show you the, in the flashback that his, like, even as a kid, his aim was so crazy that he was drilling a hole into a wall by just throwing a baseball at it in the exact same spot and over yeah. and over again. Yeah. So it's like I don't know if I mean, he killed his coach. Yeah. By bouncing the ball off the fucking wall and hitting him with it, ricocheting it. And it wasn't an accident. <laughs> or when um he's chasing Matt Murdock and Nadim out of his apartment mm-hmm. and he's like ricocheting bullets like wanted style and shit off of the fucking like from the bottom the floor to the top floor. Yeah. And the devil's like, I think he's ricocheting the bullets. It's <laughs> like, what the fuck? How do you fight that motherfucker? Yeah. I mean, but overall though, I I gave it a perfect vision before. I would give it a high more than passable. Only because... Really? Only overall. because... Overall. Okay. Only because that one episode... And maybe I'm just... I don't know. But that one episode where they it's went to... Karen? Yeah. When really? they went to her backstory, I was like, I don't care about any of this. Okay. I disagree. Only because I immediately went to anime logic. And I was like, oh, fuck. This is about to die. That's what I thought. I said... I was like, oh, shit. This is the episode. And also because in the comics... Especially when she they dies. go to the church, that's she dies. Oh, she dies in the church. She dies. She, in dies. The, she dies in that that episode, that moment where she was cradling Matt at the end. Yeah, they flipped it. Can't, Daredevil was holding her, oh. her dead body after Bullseye killed her. Okay, and then the fact uh, where the he threw uh, the Daredevil spear or whatever, the, yeah, the whatever that fucking weapon is called, a scrimmage stick or something. Yeah. yeah. He was doing that to aim to Daredevil, and Karen is the one that jumped in the way. Oh. And that's how she died. So but in this, they the flipped priest. it, they gave it to the priest. Okay. And then they had Matt, her her holding Matt at the end. But So I thought she was going to die, but then so when that... Ran, also, when, but, I, when, but, I, when, but, I, when I realized that didn't happen, I was just like, all right. I don't, really? I don't, Why don't you like it more then? I would like it more I because did. I feel like they flipped their expectation. Yeah, I did. I also but I, was like, oh, but shit, it's not the ep- it's not the episode or that part, the church part that I didn't like. I love that part once they got to the church. But it's just all that stuff before. I was like, I don't really care about her back. Like, I, really? I, I get it. I know what happened to her brother. Like, yeah, it's, it's interesting to see. But I was like, I don't really care this much to see. Like, it was like the whole half, first half of the episode. It was basically the entire episode was that flashback of her. Yeah, and, and I the was very like, end ends in the church. I, I noticed. I kept looking at my phone. I kept. I was like, I don't 
care about this. That's so interesting because I thought I would feel that way about a Karen Solo episode, but I found myself glued to it. I was really interested because, granted, part of it was because I thought she was going to die, and I thought this was going to be like her last, like you know, hurrah as an actress. So I was like, okay, I'm 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 invested to see how this will inform her death. But then when she didn't die, I felt like it just did a lot to flesh out her character and turn a lot of her worst qualities into things that I could at least empathize with. Like her her being so like whiny, so like not together. Like she always seems like jittery and like she gave straight away Matt Murray's identity to Kingpin just because she couldn't fucking not have a poker face. I'm mm. like, bitch, you you gave away his identities because you couldn't say shit. And, like, they, and they also flipped that in the comic because in the, in the comics she became a drug addict later. But she's and, and, in her past in this. Yeah, in the show this is her past, and then also on top of that, I feel like explained a lot about her. She character. revealed Daredevil's secret identity because she was a heroin addict. And the person like basically bribed her by saying you get you can get your next fix. Oh, that's if, even worse. If you tell if you tell me who Daredevil is. Oh, that's trash. Yeah. So At least they, here they flipped she, it. They flipped it in, in that in that sense. At least here she tried to do it while getting tried yeah. to make Fisk. And that's how Kingpin found out who Matt Murdock was in the comics. Oh, okay. I like it better than the movie in the in the show then. Yeah. Well, he already knew at that point, but yeah. But it confirmed it. Yeah. Like her not being able to say anything that confirmed it. And then she and then her straight out trying to get him to attack her for the FBI or whatever, which wouldn't have done anything cuz FBI is in his pocket, but telling him that she, she killed Wesley. She didn't know that. She didn't know that. But but there's a lot of moments in the season where I was like, "Really, Karen? Really?" <laughs> But toward the end, she won me back with that flashback, and then some stuff that happened in the finale. Um, but but yeah, the uh, oh fuck, what was I saying? Uh, the when she confronted Kingpin. Oh, oh yeah, her telling him that she killed Wesley, and she shot him what, seven times. Yeah, and the only reason she stopped is because the bullet, the the clip ran out. Like, what are you doing? But she, I was, I, I, I don't, I was like, I that like, was a pretty, that was a badass moment. Yeah, but I'm like, you signed your death warrant. <laughs> you saw his cheek, like, yeah, like mm. he was getting mad. He's like, I'm, bitch, I'm gonna jump over his table. <laughs> that's what she wanted, though. Yeah, but ultimately, it didn't do anything. It didn't help them. Well, that's because Foggy interrupted. He stopped it. She like, he was about to, he was about to lunge over that fucking table. Yeah, and kill her. <laughs> yeah, Foggy walked in. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So I, I ended up liking her character more for that solo episode. I would actually give this this whole season a perfect vision. Like I. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Even the Karen episode. <laughs> yeah, it was that episode. That's, I was like, all right. All right. She had a hard life. It made me forgive a lot of the bullshit she does now because they're like, the, the, I think it's the comment Matt tells her where we're all just trying to do more good than bad in our lives. And her ledger, I, he thinks, definitely is in the other direction with more good as of now. And I agree with that. You know, her and Foggy kept pulling toward the end kept pulling Matt back from the brink of you know committing his gravest character sin which would have been to kill Fisk to kill Fisk and like I mean let's just jump to the ending real quick I mean he we can, we can talk to. about he, Vanessa he almost, and, pulled, he almost pulled a Superman and snapped his neck yo like he grabbed it and oh then, you can see him like yeah. oh, like he really wanted to but he couldn't like it, the struggle there was so that mm, I'm getting chills thinking about it because that yo Charlie Cox and, Will, and D'Onofrio they acted their asses off that scene, and Chris from Uncanny Comic Quest said this too, but the scene where he's yelling with uh, Wilson Fisk's face, but like, we, like, this city is beating you. I beat you. Like that, I'm like, ooh, I felt 
that shit. Because yeah. <laughs> you get. Remember like, when they when they finally confronted each other and they both did that visceral yell. Yeah. Ah! It's like, oh shit, I feel this. Yeah. Like you know, that's that's all just from the, the amazing setup from the rest of the season. So that payoff felt so fucking visceral. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, that could be cheesy that that scream. But I was right there with them. It, like, ah! it, it also goes back to uh, when he was telling Poindexter, like, when you get to a point that the rage and stuff is, is I don't know what exactly he said, but, you know, the best thing to do is just to yell. Mm, I didn't think about that. Yeah. So yeah. I can't, I can't remember what exactly the speech was, but. But that entire that entire last episode, so many things were happening that I now I understand what people were like. I wish that last episode went longer because not only do you get daredevil facing down wilson fisk but then you also get bullseye being turned by daredevil against fisk and it becomes this amazing three-way brawl where and i love the fact that matt used bullseye as a weapon to get through his impenetrable security because he was on his security detail Mm -hmm. so literally the, the scene where he's like waltzing through all the aftermath of what the bullseye was doing like destroying like people in the hallways and shit that was amazing i was like that's badass, bro. <laughs> Although he did more or less, he he, he you could you could kind of say he kind of he committed murder <laughs> indirectly. Yeah, indirectly. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. He he wound him up and let him loose. Yeah, I mean, but that was a good strategy to actually get into that impenetrable fortress that Phil's Wilson, that Wilson Fisk set up. Definitely. Yeah, and it was good to see the Vanessa in the last two episodes. Yes, and the she, turn. She's fucking crazy, bro. When. Because the whole time I'm like, oh, okay, this is what's going to happen. She's going to be distant from Kingpin, and then that's what's going to make Kingpin truly crazy is when – I thought she was going to die. Like, she was gonna, he was going to lose love of his life. But then the moment oh, where, I thought No, I thought she was going to say something like, all that time I was away, you know, I was lonely. I started – you know, I found somebody else. You know, oh, that's what you thought? Fucking somebody else, and now I really don't – Well, I thought that – really don't want you anymore. Well, I thought that because she felt distant – the next logical conclusion would be, let me be part of your business. And that's what happened. And I thought that once she did see behind the scenes of what he does, and it was a big part of what Kingpin was talking about with Bullseye, about having no one ever accept you for who the monsters that they both are. Um, and I She's going to turn against them? Yeah, I like the connection, too, between Kingpin and Bullseye. Yeah. But then... Nah, she was like, I love you. She was yeah. about it! Yeah. She was a ride or die! <laughs> she was like, is this man giving you problems, Wilson? Like, yes, he knows about my business. Then wouldn't it be better? To, yeah. And he wasn't gonna kill him. He was not gonna kill no, Nadim. Nadim, no, he wasn't gonna do it. He was like, no, I'm gonna ha- turn the what he's been doing the entire fucking season, just turning the public against individuals. Like I'm gonna have you know, I'm gonna discredit him. I'm gonna have him bullshit, 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 whatever. Yeah, wouldn't it be easier to just kill his ass? Yeah, just kill him. <laughs> and then the way he looked at her, as as fucked up as it is, like, yeah, Kingpin's a villain, but I felt happy for him. That he found somebody as That's fucking crazy. crazy. Yeah, yeah, and you see, he liked it. He was like, "Oh, I love this bitch." <laughs> and then the next scene is, "Will you fucking marry me? <laughs> like, please marry me. I love you. Yeah. Oh my god, we're perfect for each other." She said, "Yes, yes." I was like, "Oh, that's beautiful." She gave him the rose, made him the iconic kingpin from the comics. I'm like, "This is perfect." Like, I loved, I loved how they made his character develop at the end. And then for that, I setup, did it all for Vanessa. For Vanessa. <laughs> but then for that entire setup to go into the finale, where the finale is their marriage, and then for Daredevil to turn Bullseye against him by revealing that he killed Julie, Julie, the girl that Bullseye loved, that was going to be 
his, his north star. Yeah, his new therapist. Yeah, his his new like person to talk him down from the from the edge. Mm-hmm. But you know, Kingpin being Kingpin, he already had realized that, and ten steps ahead, killed her ass. Killed it, yeah, had in the most <laughs> the most really fucking fucked up way. Like what? What? What did? What did he do to her? What do you mean? Like he was like, I don't understand what was on her. Why was she all gooey looking? Yeah, I guess they like shot her in the head and then put her in a freezer. Put her in a freezer. Yeah, because the last time you heard from her was at that really weird text where it was like, I don't want to see you anymore. Why don't not? Talk you to saw me. you saw on the footage. Uh, there was like a, a security footage, surveillance footage where you saw her get shot in the head and then they rolled up her body in plastic. Oh, I must have looked away. I didn't see that. Yeah, that that happened. Oh shit. Because I was just like, oh, that's why that that weird text came through about like I don't want to see you anymore out of nowhere. That text came after you saw her get killed, so you, oh, okay. so as the, the audience already knew that wasn't really her. Oh, see, so, I, except I, for you. Yeah, I missed that. <laughs> but I put it together. I put it together. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, but yeah, that like, so for ha- to have Bullseye then become disillusioned to Kingpin and then aim directly for Kingpin's one weakness, which is Vanessa. Like, it was so weird to be rooting for and against Kingpin in the same scene. Like, I was confused as fuck in that three-way fight. I was like, okay, Daredevil's protecting Vanessa, but at the same time, Bullseye's trying to kill Kingpin and Vanessa, but but Kingpin wants to fight Daredevil. Like, you know what I mean? It was like this three-way brawl. But he's brawl. also trying to fight Bullseye because he's going after Vanessa. Yeah, and the one thing Kingpin and daredevil worked together toward was to save vanessa mm-hmm. so I, I like that was like i don't know that entire final battle like i was just breathless i was like oh my god what the fuck is gonna happen is vanessa gonna die what and, the fuck and i mean kingpin was holding his own too against both of them yeah what's up with that he's just strong and angry that's yeah, enough they make him strong as strong as fuck. he's a normal person like he was throwing like knives and stuff in the kingpin's side and legs and he was still going yeah but oh my god i beat you i'll take your deal if you protect Vanessa, <laughs> Man, I mean, he's, he's, I, I felt bad. At the end, do you think he's gonna follow it? Mm. I mean, for now, it's a good way to put him away for now and have a reason why he won't just out Daredevil as Matt Murdock. What makes you wonder if there if are more seasons? Like, how is he gonna get out this time? I don't know. I feel like Vanessa has to die. That was the only thing holding him back. And I felt, and again, this is what's fucked up. Like, I felt bad for Kingpin in that last moment. Where he was like, please, let, let me, me say goodbye to, let my, me wife say goodbye to my wife. Yeah. And they wouldn't let him. I was like, aw. Wait, no, fuck him. Like, yeah, yeah. But now it's good for his ass. Because did you get, like like uh, the detective said, did you give the same thing to Nadim? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. But like, effective on the part of the storytelling that my first reaction was like, no, let him talk to her. But I was like, wait, no, fuck him. <laughs> but, but but Nadim, it was a cool moment like for him to have planned. Like he knew he was going to die. His was awesome. But for him to have that plan of but one you, last moment. Before you realize what his plan was, I was like, fuck you, Nadim. You ruined all of this. Like, you, you're such a bi- you bitch ass. You were there. You were confessing. And you're going to run away and then get yourself killed. And now we, we lost our case against Kingpin completely. But then the reveal is he let that last will and testament kind of thing mm-hmm. to his wife, which was all the evidence they needed to convict Kingpin. Yeah. Wait, is that real? About a person's deathbed, I don't know. Yeah, uh, if somebody. Yeah, I don't know. Cause I don't get that logic. Like you're more inclined to tell the truth before you die. What if you're just spiteful? <laughs> like fuck them. Yeah, you could be. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, is that true? I don't know if that would really hold up. But I don't know. I guess that's just the logic of if you're gonna if you know you're gonna die, then what's the point of lying? Like, 
spite. <laughs> I mean, that's true, but yeah, I don't know. Mm, I don't know. But that that his arc was interesting because like I, I thought he was gonna be like a main character moving forward in Daredevil seasons, but yeah, I thought so too. Yeah, because at first he was a dick. I was like, fuck this guy. I, I don't like this character. But then you find out that he actually is on the side of good. He's just you know is being played, and then he, he nah, at one point he's nah, it was by really fu- it was fucked up, and I, I didn't see that coming when the fucking his boss. Oh, shot the other guy? Shot the other guy at Turner. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> my dude came out with a little baggie, put the gun in it, and was like, now you're fucked. <laughs> if you turn against us, we got your ass for fucking murder. It's like, yeah. fuck. But then him being a willing, well, then I was kind of like, accomplice. I don't get it, though. She used, yeah, she used his gun, but she used her hands. So I'm like, your fingerprints are on the gun. Like, so what the fuck? They probably could dust off those prints and just leave his on. Yeah, I guess. Probably. I don't know. I'm just saying, like that wasn't expected. That was fucking. That was a cool scene, but to have him be like the unwilling accomplice for like the last half of the season to the very end when he flips back, mm-hmm. like I didn't see that coming. I mean, you kind of so because you knew he wasn't really a villain. Oh no no no! I mean that that arc, like him being like an asshole, but then framed, but really being good, wanting to work with Daredevil, giving up uh, his entire life. And that was sad too, where he was just like, "I just want my son to know, like, I was doing this for the right reasons." Like, and his his father is not a, like a a criminal. A criminal, yeah. And then to have his name completely tarnished because Wilson's fist was able to get to the press and and to the jury. Yeah, that moment. I where, felt terrible for him. Yeah, that moment where the jury, the juror stood up and just gave out the addresses for all the other juror members. I was like, God damn. Like, how far does his reach go? Like, fuck. Exactly. That's because crazy. the one thing, he, the, he was literally giving up everything for the greater good at the expense of his life. Mm-hmm. And all he wanted was for his son to know that he wasn't a criminal. But yet, publicly, that's all he was made out to be. Like, and so when he flipped and he was like, all right, I'm knocking out Foggy and I'm going to go handle this myself. And what I thought was a suicide run. I was like, I got it. I understood, but I was mad at him. Which, I mean, it was a suicide run. It was, but I thought it was just like but him he being went stupid. out in a smart way, yeah. Yeah, it was him being smart about it. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed his character. He was a good actor. Agreed. I really felt for him. Um, oh, and the last thing I want to talk about. I'm surprised on. Turk didn't make a cameo. It's true. There weren't many... References or cameos in the season. I mean, he mentioned he he mentioned Jessica Jones at the very at the end. very end. Yeah. yeah, you're more stable than Jessica Jones. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. If she even has a show still, <laughs> um, I mean, as of right now, the three of them do: Jessica, Punisher, and Daredevil. Okay, so here's the last thing I want to talk about before we move on, though. And what could have made this season terrible, but this season handled it so well that it actually made the storyline stronger. And that was revelation that Daredevil's mother was still alive. And then it was actually the nun that he's been talking to since Maggie. Yeah, yeah. Maggie. I mean, that's comic accurate. That is his mother. That's his mother. I didn't know she was actually his mother in the comics. Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. But coupled with the other Netflix shows, it's like a theme. Cause remember I was just Jessica Jones. Mother mo- back, yeah. yeah. Jessica Jones's mother was alive too. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I was like, uh, here we go again with this bullshit. <laughs> but the way they handled it in Daredevil was way better. Like the the anger he felt toward the priest, like when they had that conversation, um, and then that being the last time he spoke to the priest before he ultimately died, 
mm-hmm. then the priest's last words being forgive us. Forgive us. For not yeah. telling him, yeah. That was some powerful shit. And it's like, man, you got to forgive her. <laughs> like, if you were on the fence before, you got to, if the priest's last words yeah, to you last words. are forgive us, it's like, you got it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Father. <laughs> but, I mean, I like the dynamic between, uh, like, more or less her trying to rewrite past sins of a, more or less abandoning her son. Because they even said back then, we didn't know about it, but today we call it postpartum depression. Mm, yes, yes. So... It's good. I mean, and then the the how Matt Murdock reacted to that revelation, how he like left the 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 church, went back to the boxing ring because that was his like where his father used to take him, um, and then that powerful ass flat like the the ghost conversation with his father, with his father, where it's like it's I'm clearly like, him talking to himself. Yeah, he, I'm like he to has ghost conversations it. with a lot of people. His father, Kingpin, but the moment. It's one of my favorite moments of the season. That it shifts to Kingpin? Yes. Where the voice of his father, and it's really the voice of like him flagellating himself, becomes um, Kingpin's. And it's basically being like, you're broken. Like, you think it's a coincidence you're like this? Like, you don't, you, you don't just go out beating up criminals if you don't have something innately broken about you. Mm-hmm. Like, something inside of you makes you this way. And then when it becomes Kingpin's voice, I was just like, ooh, this is some deep shit. <laughs> I don't know, like, I, a lot of the the direction in this season was what made it so powerful for me, I think. Yeah, this season, like, this season was fucking great. Like, whoever did this season, the showrunner, the writers, they need to do all, every other show. For real. <laughs> Go to Supergirl. Oh, my God, yeah, CW's a whole nother story, yeah, please do. But, I mean, like, I feel like season two was weak only because it didn't have a solid direction. Like it kept it pulled either to Punisher at first, or then it went off to the Hand and Elektra, and then it sprinkled in a little bit of Kingpin here and there. You know what I mean? Like it didn't have a solid through line story. I mean, the Hand was this more or less the solid. The through but it didn't line. even start with the Hand. No, it didn't. Start and then with the hand. and then the Hand with... stuff wasn't even as good as the first season for me because it started getting goofy. Like it started becoming Iron Fist level stupid. You know what I mean? Because that kind, that's segue into kinda. Defenders. But I mean, I like season two. I like season two too, but I think it's my least favorite season of two, Daredevil. Two, 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 two. <laughs> like for me, it goes season three, season one, and then season two. Yeah, three, one, two. Yeah. All right, so you agree with that? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying Daredevil season two was bad. I'm just saying compared to seasons one and three, it clearly didn't have the same focus. And I feel like it kind of suffers the same way Iron Man two did. We're I trying mean, to set up other things. I mean, yeah, but you. Because <sighs> the thing about it, it was it's setting up defenders. It was setting up the Punisher, and it was setting up the Return of Kingpin, all in one season. Agreed, but I mean, I even though I agree with you, I still don't like necessarily hearing that because it's like make it seem like season two is weak. And it's, it's no, not, it's not as weak. No, 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 no. I'm just saying what its weakness was. I'm not saying it was weak because compared to other Netflix shows, Daredevil season two is still like one of the best. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's just compared to one in three it didn't have the same amount of focus, like narrative focus. And again, it's because it's Iron Man 2. It's like, we got we got to set up Defenders. We got to set up a, the Punisher spinoff. We got to set up Kingpin Combat. Iron Fist with Madame Gao doing the fist punch. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know. And because you're like, if you notice, Daredevil is at its best when it is grounded. So introducing like, you know, supernatural ninjas and shit like that, it starts to lose focus in that way. 
I mean, yeah, and uh, but I also like the supernatural stuff. Because, I mean, that's what he, he does fight the hand, and they are supernatural ninjas. Like, that's what Stick trained him for. Oh, yeah, I agree. I agree with that. I'm just saying what it seems and, like the I show mean, is best His at. power is kind of supernatural. Is it, though? In the show? In the sh- well, not in the show. In the show, they kind of... They in the show, you smell and hear things real good. <laughs> I was going to say, they don't go as far in the show that they do in the, in the, in the comic. Yeah, even he's, in the he's original, an amazing martial artist. Even in the original movie, he was able to see Jennifer Gardner in the rain. Yeah, but at least in the movie, he could even do like the Spider-Man like parkour shit. And this, his parkour is like he just walks kind of fast. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he can't do none of that shit. Yeah, he's like, I'm not jumping from building to building. Are you crazy? Yeah, <laughs> nah, son. He's not. He's not as agile. No, but he's it's it's grounded. It's more realistic. I mean, you say it's him getting his ass beat a lot. It is. But I consider that realism. Get fucked up. Because life beats your ass. Is that what that is? Yeah. <laughs> and again, it was only when Bullseye was throwing shit, which is his expertise. And he didn't have any, like, I'm like, get your batons back. Like, at least have those. He's like, nah, I'm just wrap my hands up with this Muay Thai wrap or whatever. I'm like, all right, that's cool. I mean, but what happens when he throws shit at he, you? He had the Daredevil. I mean, Bullseye had the batons. Yeah, I know. But I'm like, at least if you. At one point, he does have the baton, and he he uses it at the, in the last episode to deflect Bullseye's um, projectiles. Projectiles, yeah. So I was like, bro, you could have just gotten some new batons. Like, <laughs> after yeah, the first I'm pre- fight. pretty sure they don't cost that much. Yeah, I mean, come on, dog. <laughs> you know a guy. <laughs> he just went all fist this season, which, you know, it's cool. Better fist than Iron Fist. <laughs> Facts, though. Facts, though. <laughs> um, is that all the major stuff? To discuss about this season, I think so. Those are all the major beats. Yeah. I and I, oh, and I like the fact, like I said before, I liked Foggy the most when it was him and Matt Murdock in the grime, you know, being hires for basically no money, and they went back to that. Yeah, they went back to Nelson and Mur- well, Nelson Murdock and Paige. Yeah, and that was a cute moment too, where it was like he held up, like she held up the uh, no, no, Foggy held up the sign and said, you know, Matt Murdock and Paige. And then it's like a pause, and, and Matt Murdock's like, oh, oh, he's holding up the thing that says our names, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, oh, that's cute. They're yeah, like BFFs. Like, how do you know that? Because he knows Foggy. Like, I, I I really felt their friendship in this season. Yeah. Season two, not so much, because it was just Foggy bitching most of the time. But this season, Yeah, you can't be Daredevil, Matt. Don't be Daredevil, Matt. No, Matt. It's an addiction, Matt. You got to stop, Matt. Don't do it, man. <laughs> At least here he was like trying to be his moral compass. Mm-hmm. That was a lot more effective, I think. All right, but come that's on, it Matt. Come on, Matt. Don't be that way, Matt. <laughs> Give it up, Matt. Um. And on that note, let's get into CW talk, where you've seen nothing. <laughs> I've seen Arrow. Oh, you've seen Arrow <laughs> and Supergirl. All right, real quick, let's just jump into, let's start with Supergirl. This episode was titled Fallout. Remind the world that there is still goodness here. Supergirl, she's going to be a problem. But one we can manage, you and I are going to create chaos. We don't have time. I want you to feel fear. Uh, what would you rate the episode? This episode is mostly dealing with the aftermath of Revelation. What did I give last week? I don't remember. Low passable, less than passable, somewhere in that range. I'm. I'll say this. I like this episode. I like more. this episode better than uh, than last week. Same, same. 
um, the Aman of this show, who I guess is this Agent Liberty or whatever. Yeah. Like, I was telling, asking you this during our BVS review, or commentary, whatever, but because his sidekicks are both Mercy Graves and Otis, who's from the original Superman movie, Superman 1, 2, 3, whatever, Christopher Reeve Superman, I was like, this guy seems a lot like what I would imagine Lex Luthor's rhetoric to be like, the anti-alien sentiment. Because there was a lot of truth in the way he was rallying up the crowd in the end of the episode. Yeah. Yeah, they're stronger than you, so they're more likely to get hired for a job that you can't do, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, it's like, let's always protect the aliens, what about protect us? White lives matter too, <laughs> basically. Basically. I mean, if you look at the people that were at that rally, it was Mostly a lot white. of white people. White. They know what they're doing. It's yeah. not a, this is not a mistake on Supergirl's part. They they, they know the, the message they're trying to send here. Uh-huh. Like, I mean, just look at what's going on. A synagogue was attacked recently. I didn't even hear about that. Yeah. That's fucked up. Right-wing terrorism. But remember I said before, like, it's an analogy for racism, sexism, anti-homophobia, whatever. Like, there was a trans girl this episode that related hard to Martian Manhunter. Which I forgot about. I talked about her getting cast. Not Martian Manhunter, uh, Jimmy. Yeah, I talked about her getting cast, and I was like, oh, I forgot about, I forgot she was trans. So she is trans. Yeah, she is trans. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, here go, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, you know, everybody's sucking a little dick sometime, I guess. <laughs> She's fine. I'm like, damn, you trans? I gotta reconsider some shit. <laughs> you already said before that you would uh mess with a trans first. I mean, which I mean it's Case not, in point. Not to say that's that's not to say that's a problem, but yeah. yeah. Case in point, right here. <laughs> she can oh, get you it. talked about that boy from what she, he's not oh, trans uh, he's not Bill? trans, but whatever that guy is. Bill from Tokyo Hotel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey man, I'm just saying she's pretty good looking to me. <laughs> but yeah, her whole thing is like it's not about balance, Jimmy, because he's Jimmy's whole thing is like we have to have be fair and balanced. Very Fox News. <laughs> She's like, it's not about balance; it's about justice. League. <laughs> yeah, you wish. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I get what she's saying, but it's also kind of an extremist view too. It's like you, you do want to be fair. Like I get the analogy that it, it's it's like Fox rhetoric, Fox News rhetoric. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like... And who determines what's justice? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, Agent Liberty thinks he's doing justice. So it's like, eh, I feel like you're muddying your message a little bit here, Supergirl. Um, but yeah, the whole episode is basically just about the the anti-alien terrorists first trying to destroy the image inducers that make all the aliens look like humans. Yeah, but for whatever reason, it only worked on Brainiac. Yeah. Just so he could have just a so moment. Yeah, just so he could have that scene. Like, oh, man. Humans really don't like aliens, do they? No, they don't. Yeah, you weren't. You haven't been paying attention to the news. <laughs> exactly. It's like I knew it'd be rough, a rough transition period, but I didn't think it'd be that bad. Yeah, man. But I'm like, aren't racism you from, hurts. Aren't you from the future? Shouldn't you know that? Well, actually, but we no, said. No, 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 never mind, never mind. What they mentioned, like 200 plus years or whatever of history was lost in his time. I mean that too, but he did mention that he knew there'd be a a, a transition period, like a you know. With humans getting used to, but he the doesn't aliens. know the full story because yeah, or how it feels to. Re- it's one thing to read about it, but to experience yeah. prejudice, you know what I mean? It's like, but that got th- the pizza guy's my friend. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Fucking alien. <laughs> you can just get out. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's where the trans girl saw him. Yeah, because she was trying to get pizza too. Yeah, she defended him. 
because she's experienced that type of prejudice before. I get it. I get it, Supergirl. <laughs> but yeah, what, what would you rate this episode? Uh, la, 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 la. I'll probably give it a passable. Uh, probably a low passable for me. I mean, I'm 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 close to a passable. I don't know. I don't I, know. I, mean, I, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it, but I also it's weird. On some level, I like that they're using this as an analogy for what's going on in the current events, but at the same time, I don't. Because I'm like, I'm not watching Supergirl for a political message. I mean, I, I just want to escape for a while. I don't want to deal with the bullshit I deal on Twitter and Instagram. It's too political. Kind of. <laughs> I want the escape. I don't want to deal with the same bullshit I deal with on, in real life social media, but in my Supergirl it's, episodes. It's not. It's aliens. It's the same shit. No different than X-Men. <laughs> no, it, it is. <laughs> it's even more topical than X-Men. At least X-Men is like a loose allegory. This is like direct out of the headlines. <laughs> like... <laughs> Um, Marshall Banner didn't do shit just investigating the disappearance of his friend um, oh and the end of the episode is the anti-Kryptonian device that they manufacture from the which anti- I thought was weird the Daxamites or whatever the the lead yeah they, t- they took that and, but I'm like they put Kryptonite in it so Kara's dead and Superman's, and Superman's dead, dead. Is it why is there like how was there a next a new episode? I don't know because <laughs> she was flying through the air when she got hit with that whatever the kryptonite missed. Yeah, so she should be falling like five thousand meters per second to the ground. <laughs> but yeah, but I'm like, either but either even not even just that, but just the fact that that she got kryptonite and her sister like you should be dead. Yeah, well we we saw BVS. You just inhale that shit and you're fine. Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> oh, that's the good shit. It's <laughs> like Coke. Yeah. And you didn't watch Black Lightning because it's too black, right? No, that's you. I just didn't watch it. Oh, oh okay. But I watched it. <laughs> do you want to go over Flash? you complain Flash? that it's too black. Well, do you want to go over Black Lightning and Flash or you just want to skip them for the week? I mean, you can go over it. I'm just, I'm like, since I don't watch it, it's not much I can contribute. All right. Real quick. Black Lightning, Book of Consequences, Master Lori. Are we still in Book of Consequences? Yeah. It's going to probably, it's probably going to be Book of Consequences until the like the halfway season. point. Yeah, I guess. At least. Because we're still going through consequences, man. <laughs> Ouch. I've been trying to control my powers. All of it is my fault. You think I'm a monster? <laughs> This is not the life I wanted for you. I mean, yeah, this episode, lots of funk I didn't like. Thank you for to our emailer for informing me of exactly the type of music I don't like. Jazz. <laughs> yeah, funk, jazz, whatever. It, it's not... It don't fit the scenes to me. And they, they keep relying on those remixes more than their original soundtrack, which is meh. But this is basically... They keep teasing Painkiller, turning back to the side of good. Um... There's a whole plot line that basically involves Black Lightning going to his mother to get him to meet with him, to try and convince him to work with him. Doesn't work. His obviously. mother? Where's his where's Painkiller's mother? mother? Oh, his mother. Yeah, yeah. Painkiller's yeah, yeah. mother. I thought you meant Black Lightning's mother. Yeah. He's trying to bring him back from the brink, but in the meantime, you see that the things he's doing, like killing other gangsters and shit like that, trying to live up to his street cred is like pulling him further and further into the world of super villainy. But at the same time, every other scene is fucking Tobias Wells beating the shit out of him, call, tell me he ain't shit, 
torturing his ass, basically. That's what, that's what I don't like about you Negroes. Yeah, that happens this episode. Every episode <laughs> he's in, he's got to talk about what he don't like about Negroes. And yeah, he does it this episode, too. It's so one note now. He always becoming, wants something and don't want to work for it. This episode, <laughs> he talks about Negroes not having fathers and being raised by the mothers. And Painkiller's like, yeah, that was me, but my mother, I don't want to hear that shit. It's like, all right, fuck you, bro. <laughs> so I'm like, why don't, because Black Lightning's like, he's just going to kill you after he's done using you. Like, why are you working for him? And he's just like, man, you can't kill him. And if I turn against him and try and help you, he's going to kill me. So fuck you, Black Lightning. <laughs> it's like, will he though? Because spoilers, but in this episode, uh, Tobias Well gets arrested in the most fucking non, like the most anticlimactic way possible. Basically, the cops just get a, a tip as to where he's going to be, and they arrest him while he's, like, visiting a grave. Okay. That's just it. They just arrest him. That he end. couldn't break out of hand, the handcuffs and no. beat. He has super strength. He couldn't beat up the cops. The SWAT, the SWAT team was all around him with fucking laser pointers at him, so he couldn't make a move, yeah. otherwise he'd get shot. I guess he's not bulletproof. Yeah, no. Which I'm like, if he's not bulletproof, how is he lightning-proof? It's lightning, bruh. Strength. No, fuck that. <laughs> lightning doesn't pierce you. Lightning can burn you. <laughs> and we say, like, Wonder Woman, the concussive force versus piercing force. Oh, bullshit. <laughs> In this episode, Black Lightning even goes out of his way to explain to a criminal that he can hit him with, like, 15,000 volts or something. But he's like, if I wanted to, I could make myself do 100 times more than that. Like, what do you think it's going to do to you or this entire building? I'll be fine, but will you? I'm like... Then how is it a fight with fucking Tobias Whale? Zap his ass. Because he doesn't want to kill. I don't know. Yes, he does. He wanted to kill Tobias Whale. But remember, his wife talked him out of it. What the fuck? Because remember that best. Remember he wanted to do that Kamehameha blast. If you get to hit Tobias Whale, if you get his hit, wife, and his wife said no. But if you get hit with enough electricity, your heart stops. You know what I'm saying? You could kill anybody. <laughs> Whatever plot. Um, but ultimately. You know, he doesn't do it. But what he does get is an anti, like uh, one of his needles to take back to Gamby to reverse engineer to make it an antidote. So I guess now he has a way to counteract. Anti-venom. Yeah, basically. But it's just like, I don't give a fuck. At the same time, <laughs> lightning's being trained by some metahuman chick that can take you into a hyperbolic time chamber world. And they choose a beauty salon to have that. Yeah, it's weird. Mm-hmm, what? <laughs> they, they go into this whole history is of Queen beauty Latifah salon. going to show up? <laughs> They go into a whole history of beauty you salons. You know that movie, right? Yeah, I do. <laughs> but they go into a whole history of beauty salons and how they used to help the fucking, I don't know, the black movement. I, I don't know. It's, I'm just like, what? Uh, Jordan doesn't care about black history. Well, the the show doesn't either because I Lightning was my voice where Lightning was like, all right, I don't need to know like this week in black history from you right now. Like She's making fun of the lady. So I was like, all right, I'm with you right now. That's <laughs> uh, too black. <laughs> It just seemed heavy-handed and unnecessary. Jordan said you can't talk black history unless it's February. <laughs> did I say that? Yeah, you did. Um, All you want to know about your civil rights and hippity-hoppity movement in February. I don't know. The only kind of thing I liked this episode was there was an emotional scene between Jefferson and... I keep forgetting your name. Lightning. Was it Jennifer? Anissa. 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 Jennifer's the older one. Um, Jennifer's the younger one. So So Jennifer... Because it's conversation between him and Lightning. Oh, Lightning. Yeah. I'm thinking Thunder. Yeah. Okay, so Jennifer. Jennifer. Um, she basically has a meltdown. I was like, oh, I don't want these powers. And then he's like, he has a breakdown as well. And he's like, if I could take them back, I would. I'm so sorry this is happening to you. But if you have to learn 
or you put your life and everyone else's lives in danger. He said that to her last season. Okay, but this was emotional too. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I give it a. I don't know, man. A low passable. I don't know. I'm I'm losing interest in Black Lightning. Racist. I know. That's how I feel. I literally feel that way. I'm like, I don't want to lose interest in like one of the only black superhero shows. But it's one me. of now it is. Luke Cage is That's done. true. It's the only. That's true. It's the it's only the only one. Oh my god. I hope no one hears this. Then <laughs> I, I hope no one from CW hears this or something. Like, oh, we cancel it then. We cancel it, guys. <laughs> yeah, blurred vision is spoken. Yeah, he's the voice of the nerd. You're you're fucking up for black people, Jordan. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> What do people say in the reviews? You're the voice of the blurred community. Oh, no. It's too much pressure. Because <laughs> I don't know. It's just not. I'm not excited to watch the show week to week. And it's the same for Supergirl. I'm still kind of interested in Arrow and Flash. But, like, I don't know. I think Legends of Tomorrow was this week, too. It was. I didn't watch it. But I heard it was good. Well, we already know. Yeah. A follower told me it was good. But whatever. <sighs> no. Yeah, Kid Flash is in it, right? They, so. said, they said last season was good too. <laughs> you didn't like when Bimo fought the demon from hell. I mean, that was kind of funny. Though. That was hilarious, <laughs> but that wasn't good though. It was stupid. It was just Bimo! so bashing crazy. Like, all right, I'll let it go. But on the note of Kid Flash, let's talk about Flash: The Death of Vibe real quick. We gotta catch this guy fast. He's one of the worst serial killers in history. Sherlock Wells, I'm here to catch your killer. Let's hope we're not too late to save his next victim. Um, this episode was basically just an introduction to Sherlock Wells, and it basically gives... Uh, is, is he the stereotype that we predicted or no? Um, <laughs> no, but for the stereotypes, they do give you a good dose of the German Wells to start with. He introduces Sherlock Wells. So, which is actually a funny scene because Cisco's like, when you meet this fucking German guy, you're going to hate him because he's so condescending and so snarky. But then, this is the first time, I guess, that he's meeting the Flash? I thought maybe he met him last season. Oh, Wells? Yeah, the German Wells. Mm -hmm. But he's like a super fanboy for the Flash and Nora and Iris. So it's like that thing where like you tell your friends, oh, this guy's an asshole, but he's super nice to them. He's like, man, you're crazy, Cisco. He's super nice. He's like, God damn it. No, he's not. <laughs> Don't let him fool you. But then when you introduce Sherlock Wells, he's a stereotype, but not a French stereotype. He's just basically Sherlock Wells. I mean, Sherlock Wells. He's Sherlock Holmes, like straight up. That's his entire character is he's just, and it, Cisco calls him out as being Benedict Cumberpatch. He calls him Cumberpatch. Well, or he could he could have called him. Ro well, he, he probably would have. They probably would have had to pay millions of dollars to use Robert Downey Jr.'s name. Oh wow! <laughs> but um, but yeah, I mean, he does the thing where you know he's able to deduce things from like the the sagginess of your eyes and how often you've cried and oh, you had a breakup recently. But also at the same time, it's like if you do that, then what the fuck is the point of Dibney? But that actually is part of the episode where Dibney has like uh, an infer inferiority complex. When Sherlock Wells shows up, because like, well, I'm a detective. It's like, oh, that's cute. Can you deduce blah 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 blah? He's like, no, I just did the case of the missing Chevy, and it's like, oh, that's adorable. <laughs> um, but really, it it really just frees up, um, the B plot for him to help for Dibney to help Caitlin figure out more about her father, 
So that's what they do for the rest of the episode. But Sherlock Wells helps them track down uh, who he thinks is Cicada of this world. Turns out the guy they, they do find immediately isn't the actual Cicada of this world. And it's only because I because Sherlock Wells is like, oh, I've deduced the Cicada of a numerous worlds where I've been asked to help investigations. Mm-hmm. Um, but because of Nora's time traveling, not only did it move up Cicada's appearance, but it also changed who Cicada is. So the guy they find isn't the Cicada that is actually Cicada in this world. Oh. Yeah. Uh, then basically he attacks Joe while everyone else is distracted. Uh, vibe Vibe's there to defend him. They end up in a forest in a chase scene kind of thing. Flash goes there to help. And Nora has a brain blast moment of like, oh, I know what to do. I know how to help. And Reverse time. You think it's always a solution, but no, that's not a solution. She uses, like, early in the episode, they established that these this weird thing in the in Star Labs creates explosions that can vaporize things. So she uses You're talking that. about, like, Iris's earring? No, it's like a power cell. Remember she has, like, an explosion shit in her earring, which I'm like, that's kind of dangerous to keep in your ear. Yeah, I don't fucking know. <laughs> oh, you mean the Flash Time episode? Yeah. Yeah, no, that not this. <laughs> it's like some weird energy cell that powers Star Labs. But she uses that to, what see, and this is the thing, that's what's called death of the vibe. So you go in thinking, oh, are they really gonna kill Cisco? No, they're not gonna kill Cisco. They, they haven't lose earned his powers. It. I figured. Yeah, but they haven't earned it. They have. It's not that he loses his powers. It's that they fake his death. Spoilers. No. Oh. But you think Nora goes there because when he shows up in the fight, in the battle, she throws lightning at Cicada. And then throws Cisco the energy cell to throw at Cicada to destroy him because it's supposed to vaporize shit. You think that's her plan, but it's actually a secondary plan because when Cisco throws it, Cicada like deflects it with his dagger and it goes back to Cisco. And an explosion happens, and when the smoke clears, his suit and shit is like on the ground and like he looks like he's been vaporized. And then that's when Cicada like leaves after beating the fuck out of the Flash. Mm-hmm. You think he's dead for like a good. 10 seconds <laughs> but then of course he vibes out from behind them he's like oh i'm still here i'm alive and then you find out that Nora's plan was actually i don't know how she communicated this how she knew vibe would know what her plan was but he knew that her plan was basically to fake his death that way cicada would stop chasing him because that was his target. Know, they didn't talk about it beforehand no telepathy Maybe, Maybe they allude to it because they did talk about the vapor, how the thing, the, the bomb works earlier. Um, I don't know. After the fact, she's like, yeah, that's the way we could fake his. He wouldn't stop unless Vibe was dead. So this way, you know, the target's gone and he, he can't keep chasing after Vibe. Because um, he's basically like, he was torturing Joe just to have Vibe show up to kill him. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, basically, quote unquote, Vibe is dead, but Cisco's fine. It's not that he lost his powers. He just has to lay low now until they defeat Cicada to make him think that he's dead. So it's like, all right, cool. Why is he, does he have such a hard on for vibe? Um, they only show him kind of like looking. However, he picks his victims because they just showed him looking through old newspaper clippings, and they kept showing vibe, and they showed Joe in the same scenes with vibe. That's how he knew to go find Joe to get to vibe, but. You know, whatever. Interesting that he beats the fuck out of Flash and everybody still. Mm-hmm. 
but the fact that they say that Green Arrow can't beat him, fucking bullshit. Yeah, I don't, buy, I don't buy it. I don't buy that shit at all. One good arrow would or take that shit out. Team Arrow, well, not Mr. Terrific, but... <laughs> <laughs> but they do reveal that he is a family man, like we speculated, which Eunice said. Real world of Flash. Um, so yeah, he, he is... like his, his daughter or something is in a coma, and he goes to visit her in the hospital frequently, I guess. That's how the episode ends. Mm-hmm. But there's also a stinger. Is she like comatose or something, or is she just in the hospital? I think she's comatose. Um... Presumably a metahuman put her there. But uh, there's a stinger at the end of the episode with Sherlock Wells, who's staying. Yeah, they, he's a series regular. Yeah, uh, hooray. Plus it's Tom Cavanaugh. You got to keep Tom Cavanaugh around. Uh, hooray. <laughs> Sherlock Wells. Um, he asked Nora that it's interesting that she chose the moment she did to reveal herself in the battle against the thinker even though there were a lot of other opportunities that she could have revealed herself. And she gives like a really shifty eye look. And he's like, well, you know, it's interesting that like you chose that moment of your own volition. Am I correct? And she was like, yeah, of course. Yeah. She kind of looks around shifty eyed and walks away. So the idea is that maybe someone else is pulling the strings of Nora for whatever reason. No. I don't know why. I don't know who. Iris <laughs> sent her back. Is that why she hates Iris? I don't know. An evil Iris. <laughs> I mean, who knows? They still haven't gone in depth into what her life was like in the future. Hopefully they do like a flash forward of before, like her life in the future before she came back to the past and what led up to her. Yeah, they give you a glimpse this episode in the beginning where they show her walking through the Flash Museum and you see like Savitar's suit and the Weather Wizard's wand and a bunch Wait, of cool they have stuff. have a Flash Museum in the present? No, no, in the future. Oh. It's like it's her remembering the Flash Museum when she was a kid in the future. Wow. So it's like a young Nora walking through the Flash Museum. Because mm-hmm. um, the, the idea is that Cicada was never found in her timeline. Like it was never, it was never revealed who he was. How convenient. Yeah, very convenient. But she's like, that's the only villain that's ever scared her. We don't know who he is because we got to have the whole season long arc to reveal it mm-hmm. where it's like, it's you. Yeah. And of course, well, they're, they've already shown who his, his face is, who he is underneath the mask. Oh, they showed his face? Yeah. So it's not a mystery. It's just some guy. But I don't know. It's just interesting that, and convenient, <laughs> that by her traveling back in time, Apparently, the cicadas appeared sooner than he would have, which is always the case in this fucking show. He's appearing sooner than he would have in the normal timeline, and also, uh, powerful. he's killing people that he hadn't killed in the original oh, timeline. Man. That's usually what they do. So, yeah. so now she can't predict. Yeah. Oh, in my timeline, he killed this person, this person, but now, yeah. Yep, exactly that. Because we got a whole season. <laughs> <laughs> I give this one a passable. It was whatever. Better than the last. Better than blocked. I give it a passable. You don't even even watch it. (laughs) No, I didn't watch it. All right. Well, (laughs) what you did watch, let's talk about this week's episode of Arrow and the. I like how every season they change it based on what's going on with the season. Like how they got the prison thing going. Like you hear the cell door close for the dun 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 dun. Oh, the intro? Yeah. Yeah, but this week's episode was titled Longbow Hunters. We're going to take down Ricardo Diaz. I'll do anything to protect my family. 
I lost everything. There are bigger things at stake here. WWGAD. What? Old Green Arrow, dude. Oh. And it's funny because none of those Obviously motherfuckers of use longbows. What the fuck? Um, I don't know. I don't understand that. Maybe they're talking about their dick. <laughs> what? Um. Oh, I, my, I only have like one note. William's gay. <laughs> that's your one note. Yes. <laughs> Was William gay for the whole episode? That's all you got. Yep. Two. I, I have two. Uh, it's, William, too, it's too gay. William Gay question mark and longbow hunters don't use longbows. Hmm. Yeah. So they both connect. Yeah. William's gay, and he's been hunting for the longbow dick. Okay. <laughs> but I don't know that it, those longbow hunter assassins are just weird to me. With like the dude with the shield and the chick with like the blow dart and the chick that is weird can like turn sound off. I, th- I thought that was kind of cool though. I like the effect. Especially when Black Canary like yells at her, uh-huh. and it doesn't have any effect because like sounds fucked up. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It's not what I had imagined when they teased the idea of the longbow hunters last season. No, I was thinking like hooded ninja. Yeah, me too. Like, with big ass assa- bows. Assassin's Creed style. Ex- uh, uh, what the fuck is his name? Um. Ah, uh, starts with Ezio? an E. Ezio. There we go. <laughs> I was like, like what? it starts with an E. Yeah, I mean, I mean, this episode. Like the 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 B plot of Oliver being in jail and trying to fucking I don't know get leverage over the the dick security guard that's been overseeing him. Yeah, I'm just like, eh, I can do without that plot line. I don't really care. Because otherwise, they would they the the criminals wanted to get rid of him, so they tried to bribe Oliver or blackmail Oliver into doing it. Mm. And his solution was to have him fake stab him, <laughs> stab himself. He stabbed basically. me. Yeah, he did it. He totally did it. Yeah. Um, and then you got Felicity trying to take down Diaz by herself. Which I mean, I get it. I get it too. She, you know, is an invasion of her home. Like, I don't like the fact that we're so dealing yeah, with she's Diaz. Not with, she's not with William right now because of because of him. Yeah, I'm like, why are we still talking about like they make Diaz. Seems so fucking formidable, but he's not. He's not. I'm like, come on, man. Everybody's you mean to tell fighting me, him. You mean to tell me this guy is that much of a problem than like Deathstroke, than Prometheus, than Rachel Ghoul, than fucking Malcolm, than Malcolm Merlin? Like, no bullshit. Come on. Felicity threw hands with him for a little bit. <laughs> Diggle did it for a little bit. Like, yeah. come on. It's not that. He's just a guy. Just the guy. And he's he's not just that intimidating. A, he's fucking crazy, but he's just the guy. I wasn't feeling none of that, but I did like the division it created between Diggle and Felicity and the conversations they had because of that. That's what I liked. Like her talking about, why didn't you take up the mantle? It's the one thing he asked you to do after he went to jail. Because I had the same question. But But he's like, because fuck you. It fucked up your family. I'm not doing that. I was going to say, but I don't don't know. I don't know if I was a fan of his reasoning, though, because him saying, oh, yeah, I saw what it did to your family, though. But it's like, you knew that already. And then I'm all, then also I'm like, granted, like you're an Argus agent, so you're with your wife more, so kind of technically, but uh, you know, in front of the camera. But real, realistically speaking, I'm like, you have no relationship with your family. When is the last time we seen your wife and kid? 
Oh, you gotta bring logic into this, Michael. So they can't like, keep hiring them for different no, episodes. They need, okay? they need to, <laughs> especially especially Lila. He works at fucking Argus now. Where yeah, the fuck where, is Lila? Where's Lila? Yeah, where's Lila? She's only making cameos in the Flash. <laughs> More than she does on fucking Arrow. Yeah. So I'm like, when he was like, yeah, it destroys your family. Like, I'm where's s- your family at, though? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, where they at, though? <laughs> and that didn't stop you last the last time before you had that fucking injury. Yeah, when you had your hand all fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, I get it, though. But And then also... You see go, how it ends, And though. then also, you go back to last season. Wasn't that his main desire when he got uh, uh, taken over by the Dominators? You mean tell me that's all of a sudden just not there anymore? Stop bringing facts into this, okay? Because oh, okay. <laughs> everything like, you're saying is right. I just don't yeah, want to fucking admit to it. It's like, yeah, but, but yeah, I was just like, mm, I'm not feeling this logic, bro. Yeah. Another thing I wasn't feeling. I I want to like the flash forwards, but I'm I don't know where it's going. But as of right now, I'm like so. Oliver and Felicity just abandoned. But I like that though. Isn't that what you said last week? I'm just yeah. Like, the idea. But like what they're revealing, it's like so he's a grown ass man, and Oliver and Felicity just aren't around. Like what the fuck happened? Like what? This he is like the darkest timeline. He came out the closet and was just like, no, nah, it's too gay. It's too gay. <laughs> but like, I can't. I'm Oliver Queen. I can't have a gay son. <laughs> Roy's gonna be like, really? Meet Thea Broco because I'm gay. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Roy's not gay, but Colton Haynes is. Whatever. <laughs> Make it one the same. Because even that, he was like. That's when I saw you. You were leaving with Thea to start a life together. What happened there? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> no. But it's like, this feels like the... I don't like it. Right As of right now, I'm not feeling it only because it feels like the darkest timeline future. And this is not the Flash. So the, this has to be what's set in stone. This is what the future is going to be. Like, there's no changing the timeline. I guess. So... But it's, going, it's still not. But from what you said last week, it's like, yeah, but I like this, though. It's cool. I like the idea. But now you're like, I don't like it. I don't, I don't like what they're revealing. Like, I don't like, like, my, yeah, Oliver and Felicity, I haven't seen them in years. They abandoned me. And it's like, what? So you're just a, you're a bitch? Like, you don't even fight? You don't train? You're not, you're not the next. No, they never trained him. I wanted him to be the next Connor Hawk and shit. Like, but we already got a Connor Hawk. Not anymore. That timeline's gone. Oh, that timeline's gone. Well, uh, yeah, exactly. So I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Because <laughs> I mean, technically speaking, Connor Hawk is Oliver's actual son, not yeah, the fucking comics. fucking William, and he's birate, like he's half black. I, but they want to do. They're like, oh, we can't have Oliver. What, what about Felicity? We can't have him get with a black chick. But I like the alternate universe, Connor Hawk. That is Diggle. The, yeah, it's Diggle's son. But still, no, I, I want it to be Oliver's son. I don't know. I liked it, but. That timeline doesn't exist anymore. Now we have this, and in a world where, well, I get, I don't know how old William's supposed to be in those flash forwards, but he, he seems about he looks like he's in his late late twenties. But see, I don't like that. I, I want him to be around the same age as Oliver if he's going to start training now. How old was Oliver when he started? I want to say early twenties. Not that much of a difference, but at the same time, mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like that. I wanted that lineage to be passed down. And the fact that it was just like, nah, <laughs> later, son. Like, what? Then, uh, did he die? Well, like, I don't what the fuck get, happened? It's like, why did they keep bringing, why did they keep bringing Leanne Yu into the, in, in, back into the show? Like, why is Roy on Leanne Yu? He had no connection to fucking Leanne Yu. Why is he? Because Leanne Yu is where you go when you want to become a badass, <laughs> a badass archer. I guess. With a beard. <laughs> oh, and gray hair. Yeah. Fake gray hair. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
They're trying uh, to make they trying to make him look old as hell. I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not very convincing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at least give him a big beard or something. Like, no, I mean, give him like the full on like red arrow beard if you're gonna do that. Instead, you just got like the fucking five o'clock shadow that's gray. Yeah, you just look like you just look like Colton Haynes with, with makeup. Yeah. <laughs> um, anything else you want to talk about this episode? If you were to rate it, what would you give it? I mean, I give it a. I did, I, did like, I did like this episode more, I guess, more than you did, because the only th- the only note the only note you wrote is Williams gay. <laughs> <laughs> well, cause he threw it out there so randomly. It was like, oh, my boyfriend. What boyfriend? Wait, go back, huh? <laughs> so I mean, I guess young Williams gonna have a moment when he comes out the club. I don't know. Probably not. To be fair, I always kind of felt that way about William. How, why he didn't do anything? <laughs> Just the way he carries himself. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> don't question my gaydar. <laughs> you don't have any. You don't have gaydar or face dar. <laughs> face dar. <laughs> I can look but, at you. Who are you? Nope, not Michael. Yeah. <laughs> Can't be. You just take off my glasses and you'd be like, what? <laughs> who are you, stranger? <laughs> All right, so what'd you rate it? Um, High passable. Okay, same boat. Look at all those passables. Wow, think, CW's great. I think, I, think, I think I read somewhere that Nora's gay too. Nora, the actor or the, the character? The character Nora. I didn't say the actress. Oh, okay. Okay, that, that'd be interesting. Where'd you read that at? They uh, they said uh, Greg Berlanti. Uh, granted, it's speculation, but they said Greg Berlanti said one a major character is going to be revealed to be LGBT in season five. Oh, and I'm just thinking, unless they're going to like reveal Caitlyn's a lesbian or some shit like that, or Cisco. I'm thinking, who else would it be but Nora? Mm. And Nora can be wherever she wants to be because them titties. Unless it's gonna be like, fire. oh yeah, cicada's gay. I'm like, cicada's gay. Yeah, no, I'm I don't like, think so. Who cares? <laughs> um, Cecile and Joe are gonna break up because she's really a lesbian. <laughs> and speaking of weird relationships, let's just jump real quick into Titans. This week's episode was titled Origins. What the hell do they want with Rachel? I will find them. This being is unique. She is formidable. There's something inside of me. I don't really understand that. How long have you been looking for Rachel? I think she's part of a prophecy. Any last words? I'll make this fast because we're running out of time. Um... But yeah, how'd you feel about this episode? Running out of time. No, that's not how it goes. What? Run. Wait, how does it go again? I'm pulling a BVS. Michael, there's no time. We have to hurry. I'm trying to think <laughs> of the, the Flash song. Run. What? The song he sang to Iris. Oh. Keep running back to you. I don't remember how All it goes. All I want to do. Keep do running run home, home to you. Keep running home to you. And all my life. Jordan, there's no time. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. Martha. <laughs> um, yeah, so this episode is mostly about, they say origins. I thought they meant Titans origins, but it's really the origins of Dick Grayson and his flashbacks of being a young, you know. And extra the origins of trying to figure out who Starfire is. Yeah. But you don't really get explanation in this episode of that. Nope. <laughs> it's like, do you know who I am? When she finds Raven and burns the father alive. <laughs> no, I don't know who you are. 
All right, I'm still to trying. I'm still waiting for a reveal. Like, who the fuck is this freaky ass family? Are they robots? And then they're just like, no, apparently not. If they got burnt like that, but but then, then the, they're just the, like, the let's get a, like, let's get a new dad. Yeah, like what does that mean? I don't understand what that means. Find somebody else to replace. Them? I don't clone them. Brainwash. Magic? I don't know. I, I still understand what's going on in this show. Starfire is light. Raven is darkness. I guess are they connected in this universe? They could be. Who knows if Starfire is even really an alien in yeah, this she, show? No, she's not an alien. She's just try Trigon's older daughter. Could be <laughs> with the way they're going. And like my favorite parts were the flashbacks to young Dick Grayson. But no, but she they had the alien writing on the wall, so I guess she probably gonna be, still be an alien. Ah, oh, okay. But I don't like what they're doing with Starfire's character. Like she's not Starfire to me. I don't like what they're doing with Starfire's character, but whoever this character is, because it's not Starfire, I like it. I guess for what it is, it's okay. That's what I'm saying. Whoever whoever she is, because <laughs> she's not Starfire, but whoever yeah. she is. She's curly fire. <laughs> I don't know. Badass fire. Yeah, but I, I mean, I like it. Uh, she is kind of strong, she is, independent woman she is, fire. She is badass. And her powers are kind of OP. Her powers are kind of dope. They are OP. Yeah. I did like the scene where she beats the fuck out of those guys in the diner. I did too. Yeah, yeah street justice. But at the same time, I'm just like, do none of these characters take showers? Like, they're all in the same outfit. I think the only one that's in different clothes is Robin, but Beast Boy's in the same clothes. Mm-hmm. Starfire's in the same clothes. Raven's in the same I, clothes. How did you feel about that weird scene between Raven and Beast Boy where they meet each other in the arcade or whatever? It I is? was saying before, when uh, the show started, based on that trailer scene, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not okay. I'm not comfortable with them trying to be like. Potential, flirty. Lo- yeah, very because they are flirty, clearly. very flirty, and potential love interests. When Ryan Potter is like twenty eight, yeah, and the actress that play that's playing Raven is thirteen. It's not a good look. It's not a good look <laughs> at all. <laughs> I don't know who made that executive decision, but that's why I was like, I don't know how. I don't know the age that Ryan Potter is playing, but he's still, regardless of what age he's playing, yeah, he's twenty. He's still twenty eight. Meanwhile, she's literally like fourteen. Yeah, she's playing. She's playing thirteen or fourteen, and she is thirteen or fourteen. Yeah, man, it's kind of. Yeah, I don't Chris Hansen, have a seat right over here. <laughs> I like, hey, hey, Beast Boy, have a seat right I here. I like your hair. I like your eye. I like your hair. No. Yeah, let's play video game. Pedophilia. <laughs> <laughs> um, in in the words of living single, uh, men and men on film hated it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, that was just an awkward ass scene. Another awkward ass. Also, scene. they couldn't dye his eyebrows. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'm not feeling his look. But whatever. Another scene I'm not feeling. That it was only for a second, but it was so obviously CGI, and it was so. Awkward. Oh, when he flipped out that window. Oh, oh that was so terrible. Oh, I was like, what are you doing? I was like, you became a cartoon character. Why would they even have that scene? Yeah, it didn't even need to be there. I agree. Just have him jump like, out the window. That looks so fucking bad. Like it became a cartoon. I I'm like, even if you couldn't afford it, why? Yeah, don't even do don't it. Don't do it. Just don't cut. do it. Jump out the window. Cut. Yeah. I don't need to see him doing some gymnast shit off the that branch so when it's clearly not him. I was like, oh man, we're on the same wavelength. That, that was, was beyond like CW like that CGI was beyond, bad. Yeah. I was like, oh. Oh, you make the flash look good. That was, like, <laughs> that was like worse than when he fought the thinkers multiple forms. Oh, way worse. That was way because like even it was the, so bad. Like even the way it was shot looked different. Yes, 
it stripped like, looked like he to, became it, it looked to a different like a different show the frame rate looked fucked up the movement looked so wrong <laughs> like I was like did you have a reference at least did you did you just do it by like your memory like <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up because I almost forgot no I was a note I, <laughs> I wrote it down and so I was like whoa <laughs> back the fuck up I was like what the fuck <laughs> And it just makes me so worried about when they get the Beast Boy, when he I starts mean, doing shit. At least that looks better than what that that fucking flip out the window. But we've only seen Beast Boy like in still shots, like not moving, not interacting with things really. But like when it comes to a fight scene, if it looks like that shit, <laughs> bruh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't, get your or budget. It makes right. me nervous about like because I don't know what they're gonna do with. Because I think I I think I reported in the news that Trigon was cast. Oh, God. So if they reveal him looking like Trigon, well, no, they're probably just going to make him be, look human. And he's probably just going to have red eyes. But the way they're hyping it up, like, they're talking about Raven being destroyer of worlds, mortality like, rate I was spikes like, on her birthday every year. But I was like, uh, fuck. Daisy? <laughs> oh, yeah, destroyer of worlds? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, what worlds? mean world singular like this world i gotta understand well it's dc's multiverse do, do they know that no oh, uh, i mean but that says she's she's part of a prophecy oh uh, okay destroy your worlds i don't know i'm not even feeling that weird like doppelganger evil self is that her is that her power is that trigon I, that's i guess that's her darkness that's her inner darkness her darkness calls her a bitch yeah, <laughs> basically i mean but so does venoms who's gonna save now bitch pussy <laughs> Venom is more believable than her dark side. Uh, I'm not feeling those mirror scenes. Who can save now, bitch? Ah. It's like, all right, relax. Uh, and, and then also with the effect, like it was, there were moments where I couldn't understand what she was saying. Oh, the voice modulation. Yeah, yeah, I me mean, same. Um, that's really all I have to say about this episode. What would you rate it? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'll give it a. I'll give it a high passable. I liked it. I'm going to say passable. Again, we're not that far off. But, like, you see, I, I can't, I'm like, I can't and, and deal the more, with the more, more I see, I'm like, Brenton Brent Thwaites, is giving, he's giving me he's giving me uh, Nightwing or Robin vibes. I think he's cast well. I and, like him. And he's cute. I'd suck it. Okay, I didn't say that. <laughs> and he'd let me too, because he. I think he is bisexual. Really? Yeah. Let the record show that I did not co-sign that, but I do like him as not Robin slash Nightwing. Yeah, he 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 let me suck it. Okay. <laughs> well, as for all that DC mediocrity, uh, you want to just talk Goblin Slayer real fast and then get the news? Sure. I'll get like Castlevania too. You want to say that for next week? We've only got 50 minutes left on this thing. Uh, okay. Yeah, 15 minutes and yeah. I said 50. Oh, 50. I yeah. thought you said 15. No, 50. Oh. We can just see it for next week. Talk to, talk to Juan about it. Actually finish the series first. Well, we could do it real quick. We don't have to talk like full episode, but just tell me like real quick what you thought. About what? Castlevania? Yeah. All right. So real quick Castlevania talk. My generals, in killing my wife, Please. humanity has proven to me that they don't deserve the earth. We will scour them off the land. My father, he's gone mad. And now he's going to destroy the world. Human scheme and betray. They all must die. Imagine it. A world without humans. 
the endless night. My God. Dracula has to be destroyed. We can't fail. Not spoilers? Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, I wasn't feeling it as much as season one. Like, I don't know what it was. What, what it, well, season what, one was the movie. I don't know Keep what it, it real. That wasn't know, a fucking season. That was just one yeah, movie. Yeah, I get it. But I'm just saying, I don't know what it what it is that... And it's not to say I dislike what I... Because I saw the first four episodes. I don't know what it is about season two that I dislike. But I don't, I don't know. I felt like the voice acting felt like they were phoning it in. Hmm. It didn't feel authentic. And like some of the some of the animation like there were no like the facial expressions and stuff felt kind of wooden but see you're saying things that i actually felt the same way about season one like i felt like the voice acting's always been stiff and the animations when it's not like action i I don't know i guess i I guess i didn't feel that way season one okay that's interesting i did (laughs) i definitely did just like where the story like i don't know where where the storyline was going like and again it's not that i hated it i didn't hate it Okay. But I was just watching it. I was like, mm, I'm a little bored. Just a little. Just a little. I'm so, I'm intrigued, but I'm also bored at the same time. I will concur with you. And that's surprising because I thought you would actually be more high on it because it's supernatural. So I thought maybe it was me being trash. I don't like supernatural things. But you, I feel the well, same you way. are, but. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Thank you. Um, but I feel the same way. Like, to me, it's it's interesting, but not captivating. Like, I wouldn't. Like I'm not, I've only watched two or three episodes, but I wasn't like on the edge of my seat, like waiting to see the next episode. I was just, I was just watching it for the podcast. Like I, what I did like is that first episode where they go back into kind of showing you what Dracula was like beforehand. Or well, what, they they showed his wife, his wife, what but, happened, like how it happened. But it gives you more. And it made me hate that priest even more. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. She twisted everything. She said, no, it's a science. Oh, it has nothing to do with God. Nothing to do with God, you say? <laughs> like, it, it fleshed out more of your reasoning of why Dracula turned. And mm-hmm. it's like, when you see Which more I remember, his perspective. I remember from the first episode, I was like, oh, I'm completely on Dracula's side. Fuck humans. Yeah, so now we're even more on Dracula's side. Yeah. Once you see how she actually was, like, dealt with. Like, we didn't see how she was dragged out of her home and why. She was literally just helping people. Like literally being a, a healer mm-hmm. with science, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, "No, nah, fuck that." Yeah, that's not science. It's witchery. It's a witchcraft. Why? Because it works. Witchcraft. <laughs> like, what the fuck? What kind of logic is that? Exactly. It's more. It's more powerful than your god and Satan because it's actually real. <laughs> I mean, it's more powerful than just praying for it to be better. Like, <laughs> please, God, make this better. That doesn't fix a broken arm. But or I saw infection. a lot of. I saw a lot of like. It getting nine out of ten, nine point five out of tens, and I was this season. Uh, I'm just like, what's going? I, I think I, I think I've been around you too much. I'm, I'm, I'm the trash is rubbing on me. Like, why am I not liking vampires? Wow, <laughs> it's a vampire series. I should be jerking off to it. Like, what because, is going on? Because so far in the series, I feel like there's more focus. There's more of an even focus on Dracula's side with his minions and their the armies and his lieutenants mm-hmm. or whatever, as well as the group. With first Alucard first four episodes, I feel like there wasn't as there's it's it's more Dracula based than it has been Alucard and Trevor. Okay, I can kind of see that from where I am too. Um, and the only really interesting thing I've seen on Dracula's side are the two humans he recruits mm-hmm. because they both hate humanity, and yet he's going to destroy humanity. So it's like that's pure hatred as yeah. opposed to the demons who and just then want the to weird, kill the to black eat. guy that weirdly likes to whip himself. Yes. 
How do you feel fucking, about that? With the fucking spike belt. With, like, that's what love is. Yeah. I'm that like, was fucked up. That, that flashback was fucked up, though. It was. Where it's like, like he's being whipped by his oh, master. We did, we did just say no no, no spoilers. <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess there's spoilers. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Back at <laughs> Forget everything you just said. Everything yeah. you just heard. Forget that. But, yeah, there is a character who's black who whips himself. And I'm like, I, I'm conflicted by this character. <laughs> I am, too. Especially when Especially you get his backstory. Yeah. And he's the only one. Yeah. Um, but you know, if you if someone's gonna hate humanity, it would be a black man in the past. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, fuck humanity. <laughs> That's why there's this uh, like there's talk about like if Marvel uh, once Marvel gets the X Men and reboots and stuff, they should change. They should make Magneto black. It, modernize it. Yeah, because like. A big part of Magneto's backstory is the fact that he's born in a, uh, he he, you the know, Holocaust. he experienced the Holocaust. But the further and further you get, like the Holocaust is almost a hundred years ago. Yeah, it doesn't. So it's like unless you're gonna have like a ninety year old Magneto, it doesn't make sense. Mm. And then some people are just like, well, just make just say his powers cause him not to age or whatever. But it's like, but that's not magnets. A, yeah, but, that's, <laughs> but then it's like, but then you get into the point where it's like, well, that's not his power set. No, that's how magnets work, man. <laughs> you don't age with magnets. No, no that, that's not, that's not his power. Cause he does age. Um, so it's like the, the only other way to make it, make him go through an era that would make him want to hate humanity is to make him go through like Jim Crow segregation and civil rights and all that other stuff. That's the only other way. That's the only thing that would make sense or make him a native American. Agreed, not Castlevania. So yeah, either black. <laughs> Way off topic. It is, but still. So yeah, either black or Native American. I agree with that. Um, but what would you rate what you've seen Castlevania so far? I give it a passable. Just it's not a mediocre shit. This episode. Yeah, I would give it. A, I would give it a passable. Yeah. On that note. Let's segue into something that maybe isn't just a passable, and that's this week's episode of Goblin Slayer. This week's episode is titled The Strong. continuation of last week's episode where they finally go into that goblin den with the new party the dwarf the elf uh the healer and goblin slayer himself oh and the weird dragon dude lizard man lizard man yeah um and the episode starts right off with them finding a a post-rape elf victim so like even though there was no outright you know uh, sexual violence in this episode they still hint toward it had already been done. 
the yeah. point where I, I, that scene was fucking powerful. Where she was like, "Kill me, kill," and you think he's, he's gonna kill her. I thought, he, yeah, I thought he was about to kill her. Yeah, but she was like, "Kill that thing under me," yeah. <laughs> and then the goblin pops out and he murders it. Um, that was dope because again, you see more sides of Goblin Slayer. Yeah, and he knew what she was trying to say. Yeah. He can clearly see the difference between somebody who's completely broken and somebody who has the will to live still. Yeah. Um, she gets rescued out of there. And then I think the biggest... Well, he created the, that fucking bone creature. Yeah, random-ass bone familiar or yeah. whatever it is he can make. Um, when they find all the goblins in that den, the way they kill them by combining two different spells from the healer and the dwarf mage mm-hmm. was interesting. And fucking brutal. Because the, after the elf girl sees the other elf girl that was raped, she like is fucked up for the rest she of the is. episode. Yeah. So when they start killing goblins one by one after they put them all to sleep, he's like literally going from body to body just stabbing efficiently. Meanwhile, she spends like five, ten minutes just stabbing one body over and over again until there's blood everywhere. Yeah. I'm like, you're going to fuck up. I, I, <laughs> I was scared. I was like, she's going to fuck up. She's going to slip up. And one of these rob- goblins is going to fucking take her ass. And it's going to be a rat for her. Yep. <laughs> I was scared. And then when they reveal the leader of the goblins of this. There's an ogre. A giant ogre. And it's our first and time seeing funny, it. Uh, goblins, he was like, what is this? Yeah, he's <laughs> like, I've heard of other monsters, but I've never actually seen one. I'm like, how the fuck are you a silver or whatever? Yeah, that's like, <laughs> if you've only fought goblins, how did you get that rank? But whatever. We see how he got the rank. I guess he got enough points. It must be based off of. Just like the RPG experience kind of thing. Yeah. Because I mean, yeah, just basically like an RPG. Like you could fight low tier monsters and still, you could still get your rank up. It might take a while because once you get to a certain rank, just fighting these low tier monsters, you're not going to get as much experience points, but you're still getting experience points. Mm. So I guess it's in that vein. Yeah. But when you see how powerful the ogre is compared to everyone else, it's like, yo. How are they gonna beat this thing? Yeah, it's like when you're, it's like when you're level twenty and you go to like a level fifty area that you're not supposed to go to yet. Yeah, I'm like it's regenerating instantly almost it's from like, like wounds. Like, like boo, it's super powerful. It's like destroying things like the elf is running over, and it's like you know it, it swats away Goblin Slayer with one hit and knocks him the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you see his ingenuity come to play. It also shows how useful the uh, what's her face is. Who? Protection! Oh, that was badass! When she puts up the protection wall to stop the fire blast, mm-hmm. the, the weird fireball magic he can create, yeah. the, guy, the the ogre. And she had to do it twice, so it used up two of her spells. Which I'm like, how does this work, though? You can only use three, what is it, three spells a day? I guess. Three it's spells, RPG rules. Three spells an hour. It's three like a sp- day. I mean, it's not like, even what RPG. What defines a day? I'm like, what's even an RPG? Because you get your mana back. Yeah, how do you know how much mana you have? Like, yeah. You know what I mean? There's a lot of questions. But whatever. I'll take it because it was a badass moment. And it, I like how they set it up with that uh, goblin raid from before, where she used it to keep the goblins from escaping in the fire. Mm-hmm. This time she used it to protect them from fire. Um, But when she gives them the health and stamina potions... And then and he, that's literally what they call it. I need a health and stamina potion. Yeah. It's like, okay. it's like what's in it? <laughs> it's health and stamina. That's in it. Oh, so it's like liquid Tylenol in one bottle and the other bottle, it's like a Red Bull. Like, how's that? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm so fucking jazzed. But then you see that he, he uses the scroll. One a day men's. Yeah. <laughs> but when he uses the scroll that he kind of teased in the previous episode that the mage helped him with. Yeah. The one that she's... Everything she says, she ends with, nah. Yeah, nah, sexual shit. <laughs> no, nah. 
But um, it was interesting because the scroll was actually made for teleportation to teleport adventurers out of bad situations. Mm-hmm. But how he used it, he teleported water from the bottom of the ocean with super condensed water pressure to appear yeah, salt out water of the pressure. Yeah. So it basically became like water blades that exploded the, the ogre instantly. Uh-huh. It's fucking badass. Yeah. I was like, Which damn. Is, but it's also like, who would have thought of that? <laughs> Batman does. And this motherfucker is the Batman of Goblin Slaying. Because when he walks up to the ogre, and he's like, the ogre's like, you were going to use that on goblins? And he was like, goblins are more troublesome than you are. And he stabs him in the head. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> Drop the mic on his ass. I mean... But it kind of makes me wonder, like other creatures, like how how hard they would be, like and what 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 their capabilities are. Yeah, because for the, him to say goblins are more troublesome, troublesome, even though we never seen him struggle with a goblin. He well, got I think fucked it's, up with that creature. But what I'm saying, I think he's saying that because it's based on his trauma with the goblins. Mm-hmm. Like he he just hates goblins. Like fuck everything else. I don't give a fuck about dragons, demons. Goblins are the worst because <laughs> they fuck my life up. Yeah. So like I, I like that though it just speaks more to his character and like where his mind is at because the it's the point the ogre was like you you there for goblins though <laughs> weak ass goblins it's like stronger than you bitch <laughs> yeah but um yeah in the end when they all like basically escape and they all survive and they all they all survive but you know now I'm more sure than ever that there's gonna be some fucked up shit in the future of this anime where they maybe they're not all gonna survive to the end. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. We'll see. Because maybe that's the core crew, and the fucked up shit would just happen to the people around them. Maybe, maybe. But that that ogre was even saying to them while they were fighting, it was like, maybe when I kill your men, I'll use your women as. Pl- it, it, remember how I said as food or playthings. Food or playthings. But then he was like, his next sentence was, um, "After all, you killed all my goblins." Remember how before I was like, "How are goblins made?" Mm-hmm. Is it a thing where they impregnate other species and make monsters? I mean, maybe. Because he kind of alluded to that, right? <coughs> Is, was I missing something? I mean, I, I guess we won't know till we know. It sounded or they just like want to fuck, or they just like fucking women, <laughs> or other species. You know, I don't know. it may it may sound like he was going to replenish his armies that was given to him by demons or whatever by fucking women. Because I mean, the goblins or whatever and stuff, they could be asexual, like Piccolo. So where they come from? No, I'm mean, I'm saying in the sense that they can reproduce, they can make themselves, like you know, like Namics. They don't have sex to create other Namics. They just oh. they shoot that egg out their mouth. So you think goblins are shooting eggs out their mouth? So they they could be doing that to reproduce, but they're still fucking raping people just because they oh, want to okay. fuck. Well, I give this episode a perfect vision. I I was really digging it. I do too. Okay. All right. Wow. That was the only thing other than Daredevil that we've given perfect. Well, I gave well, perfect I, vision. Yeah, I didn't yeah. Give it. All that DC mediocrity. <laughs> but yeah, Goblin Slayer, I'm still digging this show. And I cannot na, wait to see where it goes. Is that the song? Yeah, some, something like that. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what the fuck you're saying. It is. It almost sounded like my hero for a second. No. No. What's going on? <laughs> no, but it's, it, that's how it goes. I dig that song, though. That intro is dope. Yeah. 
Uh, and with that, let's get into news of the week with Michael. She's the Black Iron Man, but she's not Tony Stark. They just don't want their characters, quote unquote. I can call you a nigga. If he says that shit to you, his ass on Instagram. I don't want to hand me down. I don't want to kitty gay things. It's all straight and white. What's going down? Michael News. Alright, Reign of Superman trailer. Watch it. Did you watch it? What you think? I watched it. I liked it. It looks dope. <laughs> yeah. It's what the BVS sequel should have been. It definitely looks dope. I'm ready to see it. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> it's late, guys. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to Skype Juan so we can hear it's the one, end of our podcast it's at least. It's 1.38. Should I, should I wait? Oh. Uh, so box office for this uh, weekend. Uh, guess what's number one? Um, fuck. I don't know. Venom? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. What was the number one last time? Not Lady Gaga. Halloween was number one. Halloween. Is it Halloween again? Halloween again. All right. <laughs> What's number two? Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga still number two. What's All number right. three? Venom? Venom's number three. Oh, it's the same exact as last week. <laughs> same exact from last week. So, yeah, they're in the top three. But, it's all, but, uh, but with that, Venom has now made uh, $500 million worldwide so far, which is pretty good for Venom. Uh, it's not good for Marvel, though. <laughs> is he on? I, can you hear me? Oh, oh, this thing's in. Can you hear us, Juan? Can you still hear us? You just said you're going to mute it, so if, he's, if he says something, you can't. Can you hear us before? Yeah, since Juan can't come in to actually talk, he, he said he wants to at least listen to the news section. Yeah. Cause Jordan, no, cause Jordan's trash. Oh, fuck he doesn't have spare headphones. <laughs> what, the fuck? what kind of person doesn't have more than one headphones? You're an <laughs> All right, continue. Uh, so yeah, so that that's the top three for the box office. The Hate You Give is number six. I actually planned on seeing that either tomorrow or Tuesday. The Hate You Give. I heard that was good. Yeah, they're saying it's uh a lot of Oscar buzz for it. So okay, I definitely want to see that. You're not going to see it because you're trash. Uh, probably. <laughs> anyway, I'm just keeping it real. So, uh, Catherine Langford. But, yeah, uh, Catherine Langford. Uh, most people know her from 13 Reasons Why. Jordan, you would also know her from Love, Simon. Because I know you didn't see 13 Reasons Why. You'd be right. But Love, <laughs> Simon, uh, played. she played the, the Simon's best friend. Okay. The one that he thought had a crush on her. Not the black one, but the one, the other girl. The white girl, obviously. Yeah. That he thought liked her okay. or liked whatever the other friend, but she ended up having a crush on him. Okay. She has been cast in a mysterious role in Avengers 4. Oh, and I've seen this. Most people are thinking it's Kate Bishop. Yeah, the other Hawkeye. Yeah, the Hawkeye other Hawkeye. <laughs> which I think is also the case too because there's a rumor going on. Time skip. Not 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 just that, but there's a rumor that uh, Disney is doing a Hawkeye uh, like streaming service series once the streaming service comes out because they you know they already announced oh. they already announced that they're doing a Loki series solo series which I'm finding which is weird and they also announced they're doing a Scarlet Witch series which again I find weird yeah so Hawkeye would make sense <laughs> yeah so there's a talk that they're doing a Hawkeye series so that's who she's gonna play. For one, they eventually spin off into that series, which Wait, I would be down with for. With Clint Barton? Huh? With with Clint Barton? Yeah, with... uh. Okay, good. 
with right. uh, Jeremy like, with with Jeremy Renner. How fucked it would be if it was a Hawkeye series? That would be so. That would be so. Fucked, that would be so fucked up. Jeremy Renner. Like, are you fucking serious? I've been hanging in this fucking series for how long? <laughs> that would be so fucked up if they do if they do uh, Hawkeye and it's not Clint. That'd be fucked up for sure. But yeah, but but considering that they're you know trying to wind down all the other Avengers characters, okay, you know to have Clint Barton train somebody else. I'd be down for that. It would make sense, and I mean, if she kind of looks Hawkeye-ish. <laughs> what does that mean? She kind of looks like a she kind of looks like Kate Bishop. Except her, why am I showing you? You don't know. You don't. Yeah, do like, you you well, know what I'm Kate look, Bishop looks like? Exactly. I'm looking Kate Bishop right now. I'm like, I don't even remember what she looks like in the comics. But yeah, it, it could it could work, or she could be playing completely somebody completely. She could be playing Nurse Nurse Felipe or whatever. <laughs> nurse Felipe, what the fuck? Kate Bishop. Okay. But uh, also with that, talking about the streaming service, there was a rumor going around that they were also trying to do a Nick Fury. Ser- limited edition series for uh their their uh streaming service as well okay and uh basically uh somebody came out and said that wait was this in there was an ultimate run of hawkeye with kate bishop not ultimate comics but oh that, that was the hawkeye ultimate run never mind i think it was called like ult- i don't know but it was a i think that uh Matt Fraction, that's the run of Hawkeye where, what just happened? Oh, the screen like went black for a second. Oh. But yeah, I think that's the run that they're trying to, they're thinking of trying to do. Okay. With the, with the streaming service. But yeah, so anyway, there was a rumor about Nick Fury having a streaming service. But uh, who is this guy? His name is Peter Secreta. I'm trying to see where he could, he, he's, he's like an editor or whatever, some shit. But he came out and said, yes, Disney is working on another Marvel Cinematic Universe show for the streaming service. But no, from what I've heard, it's not Nick Fury. It's not a Nick Fury series. as reported recently on those unreliable Marvel fan sites. It's something bigger and better. Something more. So I'm wondering what that is. More than meets the eye. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Lame. <laughs> Nick Fury Transformers crossover confirmed. <laughs> but yeah, so I wonder what that is. Are they alluding to the Hawkeye series? Probably not. But I'm like something bigger, something more. Hmm. I have no idea. I have no idea either. What is that? Skype stuff. Oh, I don't know. I guess he's sending messages. I don't know. We can't hear you. We have you on mute. <laughs> Otherwise, you'd hear like muffled. Yeah, other, yeah, you'll come across on the mics. Uh, but yeah, so I'm curious to see what that something Thanos is getting his own series. <laughs> I'll be down for that, actually. I don't know, but speaking of, you know, Thanos possibly getting his own series. So they confirmed, like Marvel basically, well, or hashtag show came out and released the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe official slate for 2020. It was supposed to be three films coming out in 2020. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, and then two other films. But now that Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is going to be out, now the two it's only going to be two uh, films coming out in 2020, and it's going to be May 1st, 2020, Black Widow. Okay. And November 6th, 2020, The Eternals. Man, that's going to be a weird year for Marvel. It's going to be a very weird, because two untested properties. 
and like polar opposites. <laughs> Very polar opposites. <laughs> the Eternals and Black Widow. <laughs> okay. 2020. So I'm curious to see how that ends up being hmm. for Marvel in yeah, 2020. It could either be another year of Marvel or a year of Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> I have faith. They'll never stumble. I have faith in Eternals. Well, I, I have more faith in Eternals than Black Widow. I have Widow. way more faith in Eternals than Black Widow wow. for, for whatever reason. I don't know. But Sexist. <laughs> I, apparently. <laughs> but speaking of something I definitely have faith in, Kevin Feige, he came out and said that an Avengers 4 trailer will definitely be out this year. 2018? This year. It's got to be a teaser. It can't be a trailer trailer. I mean, even if it's a teaser, it's still a trailer. That's something. I think you just have the logo, and that'd be enough. <laughs> like, yeah! <laughs> yeah, he said, before the end of 2018, there will be an Avengers 4 mm. trailer. And, of course, it's going to be a teaser. for they, That's what they do all... That's what they always do. They usually do a teaser first before they drop the full trailer. Then you're going to do a countdown like they did for Infinity War? Because that, that teaser trailer for the trailer was fucking awesome. The teaser for the teaser for the teaser. Yeah, that thing. <laughs> Where it's basically just like, oh, it's all come up to this. Infinity War is coming. And then he also, Kevin Feige also said Namor could could still make an appearance. Uh, just decide. Just depending on how well Aquaman does. <laughs> he's he's saying right now that it's still deciding if they want to have him in this series. Hmm. But yeah, I guess yeah, depending on how Aquaman does. Yeah, it's like oh, we can do better than that. <laughs> Bring on the Namor. I think he'd be dope to introduce as a villain, though. Yeah, more so than a hero. Yeah, like if he, if, he, if he's like a, or just make, or make him or make villain. him a, make him an anti-hero. Yeah, but at least in that first movie, have him be an antagonist, for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. So like, if you introduce him in Black Panther, but I don't know if I want him to. Four. I don't know if I want him to show up just in a Black Panther. Like his first introduction is a Black Panther movie. Where else would you want him? Fantastic Four. Those are like your only two options. Maybe Fantastic Four. Yeah, because I was gonna say or oh, set up a set up an Illuminati, but then uh, it won't mean nothing if yeah. you just you gotta introduce them first. Yeah, you gotta. I feel like Black Panther would work just because they're both kings. It could, or yeah, I think Fantastic Four first. Maybe they're exploring Atlantis and they run into Namor. Mm. That'd be a weird first movie for Fantastic Four, though. Maybe not the first. Yeah, it can work. Either way, though, I could see him fitting. Yeah, maybe. Luke yes. Evans. Let's do it. Luke Evans? Yeah. That's who you want his name more? Mm-hmm. He's got the face. I can dig it. Yeah. Luke Evans is hot. I'd suck it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> he's another one that let me because he's also gay. Uh, he is? Yeah, you don't know. Luke Evans is gay. I did not know Openly that. gay. Really? Yeah. All right, Dracula. All right. <laughs> so, as you said before, my second episode, no one sucks like Gaston. No one fucks like Gaston. <laughs> Bring that back. <laughs> oh, wow. It's true. <laughs> it's, just, it's true. <laughs> but speaking of something else that's also true, Kathleen Kennedy herself has confirmed, which I'm just like, good, because I didn't want this, but I'm apparently one of the only ones because other people wanted it but Kathleen Kennedy has confirmed that the Boba Fett movie is now dead isn't that the same thing as the Mandalorian no 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 the Mandalorian is the TV well Boba Fett is a Mandalorian okay but he's a different Mandalorian 
<laughs> okay, clearly I'm not that big of a Star Wars fan because I did not realize that that was two separate properties. I thought they were going to be the same thing. No. The Boba Fett movie. The Mandalorian is the... Uh, who the fuck is the guy that directed... John uh, Favreau? John Favreau. That's the John Favreau Star Wars story. Uh, uh, what the fuck? The John Favreau Star Wars TV series for the Disney streaming service. Oh, but this is going to be a straight up movie. This is going to be a straight up movie. With oh, Boba man. Fett, pick one. Yeah, the like, Mandalorian. Both? Yeah, the Mandalorian what? is gonna be a different Boba Fett. <laughs> basically. Yeah, exactly. if it's still Boba Fett. <laughs> yeah, if he's wearing that armor, he's basically Boba Fett. But yeah, I don't. I don't need both. I'm fine with that. Cancel that shit. <laughs> but yeah. So yeah, she said they're they're focusing on the Mandalorian instead of Boba Fett. Which, good. Yeah, good. Because <laughs> I didn't want it, but it's still no word about the Obi Wan movie. Uh, I feel like Solo fucked that up. I don't know. Thanks, Han. <laughs> but you want to know what else is is fucked up? What? So we talked. You mentioned Legends of Tomorrow came out that we didn't see. And you didn't see because we're trash. <laughs> well, guess what? What? Nobody else saw it either because what? lowest Legends, ever. Legends of Tomorrow season four premiere was Monday night's least watched show. Wait, it came on a Monday? Yeah, so it came on a Monday. Oh, okay. Yeah, I for- see. I don't. I don't know what day it was coming out. Like when someone told me it came out, I was like, "What? It came out? Wow. Okay, I'll check it out." Yeah, and not just CW. It's Monday nights least watched show. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so it's about to get kissed. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I mean the ratings could end up going up, but it should have been canceled though. Like of all the CW shows, why is that one still chugging? Like it's had the most like cast turnover of all the shows it's always seemed like just a, a a grab bag of random rejects from other shows anyway no offense everyone on that show <laughs> the only other show that did i guess just as poorly as as the uh, legends of tomorrow <laughs> they're competing for the worst <laughs> yeah was the virgin gary which i don't the even fuck know is that? Uh, exactly <laughs> the virgin gary wow the fact that he's even competition is sad i don't know what the fuck a virgin gary is yeah those are the two shows that competed for the lowest Lowest Monday night ratings. So I guess Matt Rep and I feel bad because I like Matt Ryan, but his 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 uh appearance on the show didn't help with the ratings. I mean his show. And then also, and then also this season's supposed to be about magic. I guess they couldn't bring the magic to the ratings. Yo, he must be like bloody hell. Yeah, every another time show. I'm on a yeah, show. every time. <laughs> <laughs> So nobody's excited about that. I'm not excited about that. <laughs> but something I am excited about, John Wesley's ship is going to be playing the 90s version of The Flash on the Elseworld story, uh, DC crossover. Oh, yes. Is he actually going to be Barry S- Allen? Stephen Amell, I, I guess. But Stephen Amell uh, released a picture of him him and his, uh, as The Flash. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kara, Supergirl, and then uh, Grant Gustin as, as Green Arrow, and then the 1990s Flash. First of all, Stephen Mell in that Flash suit, the new one, looks he fucking feel, terrible. He feel, he, no, I feel like he feels that suit out way better than Grant Gustin. Really? Yeah. I mean, I don't think either of them look good, but I feel like he's too bulky, so it makes it look even more like pajamas. <laughs> and and uh, but Grant I mean, Gustin he, in the arrow he looks suit. more like the combo in terms of like the build, because because uh, Barry Allen isn't skinny in the comics. No, I agree with that. I'm just saying he's look pajamas, and it doesn't look any better on him. 
But I feel I I think it looks better on him than it does on Grant okay. Gustin. That's that's your opinion. It's Jordan's okay, trash. He doesn't know any better. But I think what we both can agree on though is that John Wesley's ship's costume looks far better than any of their costumes, and yeah. that's go- like. Although what? I'm like, why does he have black boots though? Yeah, they do kind of black. Um, I don't know, but the the fact that it's a throwback costume and it looks better than the current flash suit is a travesty. And and the cow looks better on Stephen Amell than it does on Grant Gustin. I'll agree with that. But again, that Wesley Ship flash suit is better than both of them. A little bit, yeah. I think that's like the perfect flash suit. Like if that was Grant Gustin Grant Gustin's suit. He wouldn't be able to fill that up. Like, I mean, granted, no. I know it's all Pat. Like, yeah. I know it's not John Wesley Ship's body, but still. I mean, a lot of that is his body, though. He's pretty jacked for an old dude. He is jacked, but not like that. No, there is some padding in there. But, I mean, even if you gave Grant Gustin a little padding, it would look better. <laughs> like, don't be ashamed, bro. It's okay. Zach- Zachary Levi did it. <laughs> yeah, but. <laughs> Just saying. It, it, uh, if you're gonna wear pajamas, at least wear padded pajamas. <laughs> padded pajamas. <laughs> uh, I just lost my next. Oh, so yeah. So I probably should have put this with the other DC news, but yeah. Uh, so Gal Gadot has come out and confirmed that Wonder Woman 1984 has been pushed back to June 5th, 2020. As opposed to, uh, it's supposed to come out November 1st, 2019. What happened? Mm, no, I'm talking to Juan. Oh. But yeah, it was supposed to come out November 1st, 2019. And now it's delayed uh, till June. So what is that? November, December, January, February, March, April, May, June. Seven months. But I mean, according to Gal Gadot, she's saying it's a good thing because she's like, this is where it should be. Yeah, as long as it's a good uh, right. Thing. Uh, she said it as well. Wonder Woman is back to his rightful home. Yeah. But it also makes me wonder why did they push it back? Is there trouble? Not for necessarily the Wonder Woman movie, but is there trouble with Warner Brothers? Are they trying to add extra? Because there's a rumor you told me that they're trying to make this Wonder Woman movie a flashpoint. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's why they pushed it back to add that extra stuff. Maybe possible but at the same time i don't like that if they do and if that is ended up if that does end up being the case it doesn't make sense doesn't make sense because it <laughs> happened already yeah it doesn't make any sense but i, I guess however you want to so we should already in. be in the flashpoint yeah however you want to make sense out of changing the future of the dceu yeah it's not like case. it's an alternate universe yeah it's the bvs universe just the past yeah it is it isn't look i'm the first to admit <laughs> that it makes no fucking sense but if it is the route they go if it's executed well, I'm not going to complain. Whatever it takes to fucking make this universe work. If you got to break some fucking shit to do it. <laughs> like, I mean, what's coming out in 2019? Uh, Shazam. And Joker? I don't know. <laughs> Joker's not even DCU though, so. No, it's DC. What, what's another name? What, what? World of DC? Or no, that's, that's the DCEU. Oh, but oh, wasn't uh, it DC, DC, DC Black? Black. Yeah, shit? I remember DC Black. Stupid, so dumb. But yeah, I mean, if you're gonna do it, and you have two movies kind of filling that void already in that year, it's not a big deal. I don't know, it's trash. <laughs> I agree. I, I want one to win earlier than 2020, but hey, 
spread them out, do them right. Speaking of something else that I feel like is going to be trash, LeBron James, you know who that is? <laughs> uh, the basketball player? Yeah, he's a basketball player. A basketball. Well, there's talks of LeBron James. He's going to produce a Friday the 13th reboot. Exactly. Your face <laughs> Your face is my reaction. Because <laughs> none of that registers. How, yeah, how does that How do those two worlds come together? LeBron James just producing he's probably gonna want to he's probably gonna want to be in it too but yeah as of right now it says he's producing a friday the 13th reboot as long as he's not in it as like the uh fucking buster rhyme but is it, and plus isn't he supposed where he fights fucking jason or something but, but also isn't he supposed to isn't he set the star in the space jams 2 movie like they're doing the space jams 2 and i think he's gonna be the new michael jordan is that really happening uh, yeah it is oh well then he's got two movies so he's probably gonna be he's probably he's probably gonna want to be in the friday the 13th Look, he can be in it as long as he's just a random victim or something. But he's LeBron James. It's like, well, LeBron James is about to die. That's weird. But I mean, remember Buster? And I mean, Rose I don't necessarily know how. Halloween. I mean, he might be a he might be a great actor. So who, who knows? You never, you never seen him in anything? I saw him in uh, the Amy Schumer movie. He's okay. The one Amy Schumer movie that I saw. He's not terrible. Uh, what was it? Train wreck. Yeah. Yeah. He's he a, wasn't. He wasn't bad. In he's it. a better actor than Michael Jordan. So. Yeah. That's true. So it's like, you know, if he's just going to be in it to die. But a horror movie, though, and Friday the 13th. If he's just footing the bill, okay. But if he's, like, got creative control in any type of way, I'm like, what? I'm like, is Le- I guess I'm like, does LeBron James have that love, much love of the Friday the 13th franchise? I guess. I Apparently guess so. he does. <laughs> it's like he'd be slaying people on the courts. He wants to slay people in the movies, I guess. <laughs> All right. So we'll see how this goes. Hey, I'm not going to put... LeBron James in the box. <laughs> if he wants to be a horror producer, let him be a horror producer. Something else I'm curious to see how it goes. If anybody's going to do it, because I'm not going to fucking do it. So we talked about Devil May Cry 5 being trash because they want to charge people microtransactions for upgrades into the game. Yeah. Well, you know how certain games have like the ultimate edition, the you know standard edition you know, the collector's edition, just like Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah. I got the, the uh, not the ultimate edition, but the one before that, the the Supreme edition or whatever whatever it's called. <laughs> Contract Supreme? What? Taco Bell? What's going on? <laughs> so it was like 80-something dollars. Okay. But Devil May Cry has an ultra-limited edition. Ultra-instinct edition? <laughs> Guess how much it costs. Ultra limited. Ultra limited edition. I don't know. 150 bucks. No. More? Yes. What's in it? <laughs> it better be a fucking demon's palm or something. But I'll, keep, I'll, tell, you what's, I'll tell you what's in it after. 200. Nope. And there's no console. It's just the game. It's just the game. Plus, you know. Whatever, whatever bonuses. Co- yeah. 300. Nope. More? Yes. <laughs> It's like a console. Four hundred dollars. No. It's more than four hundred dollars. Yes. Five hundred dollars. No. Bro. <laughs> it can't be six hundred dollars. Nope. It's more. It's more. <laughs> like if it was prices right, I would have been lost. If the price is right, yeah, you lost seven hundred dollars. Nope. <laughs> Like, I want to just skip to 1000 and say go lower, but it's like, that's ridiculous. No, keep going. $800. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Come 
I was getting a good show because this is a spo- visual. Spoiler. Even if you say $1,000, I would still say nope. Bro! What is in this? Does it make you, you a get, demon hunter? You, you become a demon. Yeah, you better. You get powers. $1,200. Nope. I love this game. What the fuck? I'm going to give you a hit. Even if you go two thousand dollars, you're low. No! Yeah, you're low balling. <laughs> oh, three three thousand dollars. Nope. I'm gonna just give. I'm gonna just give it to you. No, give me one more try. All right. <laughs> if it's higher than this, I I quit. Like five thousand dollars. Nope. <laughs> it's higher. It's higher. <laughs> Yo, who's buying this? What? That's is- what I said. What? Who's gonna buy this shit? Is there one copy of whatever this is? It's not one copy, but I mean, it's ultra limited, but it's definitely more than one copy. What is, okay, give me the details. It has, uh, wait. <laughs> it's got three souls that you can summon. No, the ultra limited, it comes with uh, Dante's red coat. Like an actual coat you can wear. Yeah, leather, Dante's leather coat. A full leather yeah. Dante coat. That's okay. it. That's it? And plus the game. That's it? That's it. How much is it? Eight thousand dollars. My nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Unless that or, fucking or you could get the cheaper version, which comes with Nero's coat. Not quite. And that's limited. How's no, that? Work? And that's fifty three hundred dollars. <laughs> what? What? Why is that a price difference that much between those two coats? Because I guess Nero isn't as popular. My dude, like, <laughs> unless that shit is Gucci, like, why? Yeah, like, is it I could get a fucking leather coat at fucking Barnes and Noble, not Barnes and Noble, Burlington Coat Factory, and not come not anywhere near that much $8, money. $8,000? A gen- when you say genuine leather, it's one thing, but it's not $8,000. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Where the fuck am I? No. Maximum $500. You know what I'm saying? For a, a really nice leather coat. 8000 fucking American dollars. Plus microtransactions. What the fuck are y'all doing? Wait, does it come with all the DLC already? No! Fuck <laughs> out of here. Can you imagine putting down $8,000 and then being like, and I would like to buy this amount of DLC, please? It's like, no, I should, should be on the disc. And yeah, it says the jackets have been sized to match the scale of the characters. So it doesn't, it doesn't and fit you. they're battle damaged in advance. So you're giving me fucked up leather jackets? I mean, you know how cosplay, they like battle damage stuff. I don't want a fucking ripped up coat for $8,000. <laughs> I want a fucking pristine uh, yeah. coat. <laughs> like, are you kidding? That shit better be like fresh out the fucking factory. Hell, yeah. Be- <laughs> yeah. Worn by fucking Sparta himself. Exactly. <laughs> better come with fucking I put that rebellion. shit on. Yeah, I become fucking, fucking devil man cryberry. Like, yeah, what the fuck? I want the sword. Yeah. Replica. It don't even come with the sword. Like, it's just the fucking uh, leather jacket. I, I, the coat. I want the full outfit. Yeah, give I me want, the fu- give me I, the fucking wig. I want narrow. Give me the contacts. Arm. I want the wings that he has when he transforms. <laughs> yes. Like, what the fuck? I want a button that devil triggers me. <laughs> <laughs> fuck out of here. Wow. Here it is. It don't even look that good. It don't. It looks cheap as hell. It looks it looks like something you get off of fucking like cosplay.com or something. But I'm like, I have that's why I was like, I'm gonna wait to see how this goes. Cause I have a feeling people are gonna do it. Maybe not a whole Ooh. lot of maybe not a whole lot of people. Does this say how many are in the run? It doesn't say. Ultra limited. I was thinking it was like there's only 10 available or something like that. Yeah, it doesn't say. Wow. 
Because they know it's like, is anybody really gonna buy this? Let's just see what chumps. But buy then this why shit. the fuck would you even like? What are you doing? What are you? What are you doing? I don't know. Eight thousand dollars. Only like Jake Paul can afford that. I can bullshit. buy a fucking car with that. Yes. Eight thousand. That's gonna be worth. Like I can do something with that. Bro, unless it gives me super strength. <laughs> unless I can surf on demons while eating pizza in that jacket. I don't want nothing to do with that. That was fun. 500. Nope. Because I was like, all right, a thousand is definitely the limit. So I don't want to say a thousand. I have to go backwards. I'm going to keep going up by increments a hundred. Fuck out of it. A thousand. Nope. What? 1200. Nope. What? <laughs> like, we would be here all day. I would never jump that high. $8,000. Fuck you. Capcom, you greedy motherfuckers. Yeah. Wow. That's worse than any microtransactions. It's worse than anything. So all this, all those people complain about Battlefront. Wow. Yeah, complain about this shit. Metal Gear Solid, a ten thousand dollar edition. You get snakes. You get the eye patch. Yeah, you get the eye patch. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Does it have real functioning like uh, different settings? No. no. It's just eye patch. <laughs> what the fuck? And it, it, it says snake on the front. It's got a, a leather bandana though, yeah. so it's worth it. What? <laughs> All right, we got eight minutes left. So uh, this is the last thing, oh, last, last thing on the news. So speaking of something that might be worth it, but I doubt it because it's not. I I have a feeling it's not going to be because there hasn't been a good one yet. So going to what Jacob mentioned earlier, My Hero Academia oh, is this. getting a live action movie currently in development by Legendary Entertainment. Did you hear Dwayne Johnson's action talks for All Might? No, I did not hear that. But you believed it, didn't you? I'm lying. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't either. I know it's gonna be their first choice. <laughs> yeah, Hollywood Reporter announced. Yeah, live action adaptation of Koihi Hori. I don't know how to say his name. His anime, My Hero Academia. <laughs> that guy's anime. Yeah. <sighs> it was only a matter of time, especially nowadays with like everything trying to become like a movie or series. Ryan Reynolds live is action. all might. <laughs> oh God, no! Please no. <laughs> I still say Finn Dyer. Okay, so Legendary Entertainment, they're known for, they're doing the Detective Pikachu movie. So, yeah, Ryan Reynolds is going to be All Might. <laughs> they did Godzilla, King of the Monsters, and Godzilla, and they're currently doing Godzilla versus Kong. Oh. Well, I mean, we don't know what King of the Monsters is going to be like, so we can't even judge that on quality. But, I mean, do you have faith in this? Do you think they're going to actually make That's it? That's what I said. Well, they might make it, but I'm like... There hasn't been a single anime to live action adaptation that's been good. Yeah. So I have no faith in this. Like how what would you even make it about? Like the first three ep- like once you start getting into the school and all the characters they have for introducing that, it'll be a fucking clusterfuck. So it or, has to or, be Or it could just be about All Might. His ex- Oh, just about All Might himself? His exploits before he before he uh fought all for one. See, I feel like that's not what, the, like, the... Yeah, that's, then that's not My Hero Academia. Yeah. That is not academia. There's no academia. That's just My Hero. It, I feel like it has to at least be the first two episodes, plus him doing the first exam. You know what I mean? But I'm like, how does that work? Because it's like... For a movie? Yeah, for know. a movie. I don't know. It's, but it's too much. But if you, if be you just try like, and get into it, it'd like be just ma- like the Full Metal Alchemist movie. It was like, there's so much shit that y'all left out. Yeah, exactly. Just trying to, like, the movie itself was only like the first 13 episodes. Yeah. 
I feel like, like there's do, so much more than that. They have to do the first two episodes plus the beginning of him training to go to school and then maybe skip right to the villain attack. But like again, you're 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 leaving so much on the cutting room floor. Yeah. It, it loses all of its like its emotion and, and you know gravitas. Agreed. So can they do it? Yeah. Should they do it? Probably not. <laughs> but will they do it more yeah. than likely? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Finn Wolf Diehard, whatever his name, from uh, Stranger Things. That's my casting for Deku. Because it's not going to be Asian, kid. Oh, it's definitely not going to be Asian. It's not. It's not going to be just like All Might. It's yeah. probably, it probably will be The Rock. I can see or that. Or Brock Lesnar. Oh, God, I hope not. <laughs> At least The Rock is like... He has that level of charisma. John Cena is all no, my. Please no. Da, 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 da. No, I would much rather Dwayne Johnson if anything than, because he's he's funny. Like he has that flipping personality. Now I don't know how the fuck they're gonna do when he's skinny. The weird CGI body double. Yeah, like Chris Evans and Captain America. Or it's won. not. Or it's not The Rock. Oh, a different actor. Yeah. Maybe, I can see them just CGIing his body weak. And having him have like the big ass rock head still. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Ugh. Are you looking forward to this? I, f- I just said no. <laughs> hell no. <laughs> Had to make sure. <laughs> it could be good. It could be good, but it won't be it good. Be good. <laughs> oh my god! Please don't pull a fucking Avatar: the Last Airbender of My Hero Academia. Oh, it's going to be Avatar: The Please Last Airbender. Please don't do a Dragon Ball Evolution of My Hero. Academia. His name is going. They're going to call him All Mitt. <laughs> It's all mit. Tiku. <laughs> Izuki. Izuki Midor- Mitsubishi. Bakugo. <laughs> like, just purposefully fucking with the names. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. Uh, Detroit Smash. Or All For Us. All For Us. <laughs> all right. Well, on that fucking not exciting news, <laughs> after the dick slap of Devil May Cry and the $8,000 fucking jacket and <sighs> just the jacket not even the sword why Why have they gotta monetize our dreams Michael <laughs> at least give me the sword yes yeah. with the eyeball in it yeah. it's gotta look want, at me <laughs> I, I want it to move yes <laughs> I want it to track my movements but anyway that's this week's episode of Blur Vision I'm gonna wave to Juan since he's watching us from the recorder right now sorry Juan Michael's trash oh no, you thumbs Jor- up Jordan sucks <laughs> He's talking in emoticon sign language. He's laughing right now. <laughs> yeah, uh, tell, tell Jordan to do better. How, how do you still <laughs> flip this on me? Like, I, I give you so much forewarning of, hey, man, don't no, forget it was No, it wasn't that much forewarning. It was literally an, over an hour before that's, you That's came. not enough. What you, I did, <laughs> you need to tell me right when I'm about to leave. I'm not, how do I know exactly when you're leaving? You need to sense it. Blur vision. Is Michael coming? You, you keep saying this podcast is one. It's not just me. It's not just you. It's me too. So if it's one podcast, you should sense that I'm leaving to come what here. The fuck. <laughs> the the amazing backbending logic that you can use <laughs> to make it my fault. If you're supposed to be my tea, you're supposed to use your heart power. You should sense that I'm about to leave the house. Heart. <laughs> you had one job, motherfucker. <laughs> Bring the headphones. Don't worry, Juan. We got you next time, bro. Yeah, I got you next time. Do you? <laughs> yeah. It's okay. I'm here. No. No. Yeah, no. Juan, no. <laughs> your hands are not the safety net. Like, your hands are fucking, uh, what's his name? 
disintegration hand guy. I don't know. What is that? I don't know. What Fuck, what's his name? That's I'm like, blanking on his name. Fondling boobs? What is this? Ooh, Nora <laughs> Allen. <laughs> okay. Oh, Black Sails. Goodbye, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's been this episode of Blur Vision. This is your host, Jordan, with... Michael. And we will see you next week. When is the Patreon thing in the air? Wednesday. Okay. Peace! Bye. <laughs> <laughs>